So welcome to another episode of the Swamp Inside Fortnite Plays. I'm your co-host, Anthony Beckham, my other co-host. Um, Porto Brown, what's happening? And your boy, 66 Marcus, the man that's not on the logo, but will be soon, hopefully. Oh, We've my all- gosh. Still on you, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Look, we've all we've all entered the transfer portal, as you can see, clearly. But um, yeah. Um, before we get into the show, we got a loaded show. But how how, how y'all been? How, how was how was the day? Everything we get, we gotta get a check in. Mark, you go start, brother. Well, no, day was all right, but the weekend was pretty good. Shout out with man Jerry on his birthday. Had a little dinner oh at the, uh, up Jacksonville, you know. Yeah, man. Oh, so. by, by, by the way, how, Jerry, <laughs> how, how did that go? It went good, man. Um, got to see my people, my boy from uh, college, Julian, man. It's a pleasure to have him. What you're going to try to bring him on tomorrow on the podcast if he's free. And um, got this on my guy, Brandon Park, doctor of physical therapy. He was there. Um one of my boys for sure. Um had Marcus and his sister. So it, it was perfect, man. I was very surprised. So um it was it was really good, dog. It was a blessing for real. Any any, any messages of any kind? You'll find out on December seventh when I dropped that video. In due time. This guy got a whole commitment video. You know how deep you've been learning from your jobs. I want to hear you talk, Anthony. Uh, do I have one though? Yeah, it's in the draft somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your job, Dion, you even told you to hit the portal. I might have to make a change on that and, and um actually write that instead of yeah. um hit the portal. Yeah, the coach is live. True, man. Why, why, why are we in the job? Why are we speaking on that though? Like, I want to get y'all's opinion before we get into Gator stuff. What, what y'all feel about uh, Deion Sanders and Colorado, bro? Like, I, I'm feeling. I think it's gonna be dope. So I want to get y'all's takes on it. He already got a 2025 five star recruit to me. Let that sink in. Yeah. Literally the day after he takes the job, that guy Winston Watkins Jr. A former AM commit from Fort Myers, Florida, by the way, committed to Colorado. Mm-hmm. So let that sink in. It's definitely gonna be dope. Um, you know, I, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the man. He deserves the job, clearly. Yeah, clearly deserves the job. And I just want to say this for everybody out there slandering him or saying, Oh, he didn't see the mission through, or he didn't do this, he didn't do that. Acting like he's supposed to just stay at Jackson State forever. Y'all know good and damn well if y'all were in this position, you would take you would end up taking that job too. This man is going from making three hundred thousand dollars a year to five million dollars a year. Like y'all finna sit there at Jackson State making three hundred thousand dollars, knowing five million a year is on the horizon. You get out of here, with y'all. Y'all cut. Y'all cut the cap, man. Cut the cap. Just stop. That's facts. That's facts. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all know y'all. Y'all know y'all. Let's sit here lying. Talking about so I would have stayed in the Michigan. Yeah, bull. Shit. Yeah, it, it's a weird topic, bro. Because like, I feel like people. Oh, what's going, on, Jay? Money. It's great to have you on here, brother. It's great to have you on here watching. But um, I feel like a lot of people are kind of blown out of proportion. Like the whole him going to 
uh, Colorado thing. Um, I'm excited for him, bro, and him just being able to go to another school, uh, a D1 school. Um, I think he did see you initially. Um, you know, of course, going from $300,000 a year to $5 million with more resources is excellent. I think he could bring guys in like Willie Taggart to the university and bring more black coaches, you know, with him. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. And, and, and he can disperse. I mean, if Nick Saban can have a coaching tree, why can't, you know, Deion Sanders, in my opinion? I think it would be dope. Every head coach has a coaching tree. But real quick, did y'all did y'all see his message to the team when he met the team? Did, did y'all see that? Basically, that's what's hilarious. <laughs> dude. I don't know. He basically was I applaud it. Yeah, he basically was booting folks. He pretty much like, hey, get in that portal if he ain't gonna buy in. I was basically like, hey man, what, this this is. Oh, go ahead, Marcus. I was like, would I, would I record that? Probably not. Is he wrong? Absolutely not. He's like, hey, yeah. I apply for this being honest with them, kid, because like a lot of these, these coaches will come in, smile at you, and say hi, nice to meet you all, and then a week later bring all those guys in, and then you, you left, you left in the cold. So I'm applying, I'm applying for being straight, being straight up with the boys. Like, hey, I'm bringing my guys in. The game is the game. Paul's right there. If you're not finna stay, see you later. Well, I recorded it, no, but the message itself. And, and this is yeah. what took the cake for me. He told Shador Sanders, stand up, that Shador, stand up. That's your starting quarterback next year. <laughs> so he told all the quarterbacks that don't even think about it. You ain't starting. Here's your starting quarterback right here. Yeah. That was oh, crazy. by the way, you want some more breaking news on that? Guess who's expected to enter the portal and announce his transfer to Colorado? Oh, Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter. Nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Coleman Jr. follows the meeting. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. So y'all let that sink in. If he gets this program turned around. I think around, a lot of those, if you think about it. Uh-oh. What was the kid that was supposed to be? Oh, uh, Rucker, right? Rucker from um hey, Rucker. Yeah, Rucker. I think a kid like him who was heavily recruited, I think it would be dope for him to go to Colorado and be able to play under, you know, Deion Sanders and just get the opportunity, bro. Like, a lot of those kids that play there or guys that are talented, they didn't have the grades, the exposure, or, you know, for whatever reason. But those kids are talented on that team, bro. Like, James Houston, for example, who was at uh, Jacksonville State – or Jackson State, rather. The guy was really, really good on the edge. And, you know, we kind of wasted hey, it. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. It's, it's, been a, it's been a bad day for me and James Houston. I love the kid. But after, after yesterday, I um, I'm censoring the name for a day. All right. What happened with James Houston? Oh, you didn't see the you didn't see the game? He terrorized the Jacksonville Jaguars. He sacked Trevor Lawrence and don't, you don't step. He sacked Trevor Lawrence and don't step his leg. Trevor Lawrence is fine. Wait a minute. Almost. Not <laughs> be all right. He's fine. He bro, came back in the game. Off the edge, bro. He did a Euro step on Cam Robinson. I was like, are you serious? And by the way, what was the final score today? I don't remember that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll save that for IE tomorrow night, but uh No, we won't. But uh of all three of our favorite teams, one of them only one of them won yesterday. 
That's all I'm going to say. And by the way, if you know who I'm a fan of, just go on back and watch that fourth quarter. That's all you that's all you'll need to see right Nobody now. Nobody worry about y'all, bro. Are y'all going to win Super Bowl? We gonna see. No. It's a lot of good teams out there. You still got Philly out that was, there. That was nice. Stop it. Minnesota's really good. <laughs> still got the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC. And I'm gonna throw the Bengals in there too, because they looking like they about ready to turn up too. So um you got a lot of good teams out there. I mean, it's wide open. Yeah, it definitely is. I, I just mentioned Jay Money. I just mentioned this, them little green people that you root for. This might be the this might be the year of the wild card, bro. It's fun. Hey man, you never know. A lot of good wild card teams out there, yeah. so you never know. Yeah, I would have to win San Francisco, but you know. What's going on, talking sauce? Talking nice sauce, man. What's up, Willie? What's up, Willie? Good to have. Good day, y'all on here. But yeah, we got a loaded show on. It's gonna be mostly recruiting related and transfer portal updates. Um, you know, we'll probably dabble into the bowl game a little bit. Oh, by the way, you gotta start talking more college basketball too with Florida. Also, they mm-hmm. also won yesterday. Um, beat the breaks off stats. The women won also. They went up to Dayton and um pulled out a sixty-seven to sixty-three win. So shout oh, wow. out, please. Shout out to the ladies who going up there and getting the dub. Um, men won 89-51 over Stetson. Mm-hmm. A game that I mean, it was out of hand from the get go. But um, you know, spring sports, winter and spring sports is starting to kind of kick in. Baseball starts in about seventy four days. Definitely might head out to a to a game. Try to hit up a softball game the next spring too if I can. Last time I was in games with during that time they were they were away and it sucked. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, neither team was there. Baseball was on the road too, but um, yeah, that was un- that was that was unfortunate. Don't you do that again, Gainesville? Don't you do that again, SEC? But um, yeah, um, let's go ahead and get into this transfer portal. We're we gonna start with the transfer portal because uh, yeah, yacht yacht of people have entered the portal. Let's start with the Gators because yeah. we got we got a lot in house. Um, about to, we we I've counted. For everybody that's entered the portal or the draft or just flat out ran out of eligibility, we're up to 27 guys. 27. Does anybody have a list? You said what? Do we have a list? I saw one earlier. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I saw one too. I'm trying to find it, bro. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of guys. It had a list of every name on there. Including y'all favorite player trading, who by the way, I'm gonna say this right now, is gonna kill the combine because he is gonna get an invite. That would be so, the funniest thing ever if that man go out there and run like a four seven, bro. That would be hilarious. Everybody think he was like a four four, four three. It'd be funny as hell. It also really explains a lot. You say that, but you know what they're gonna look at game speed. Yeah. All right, so much for that. So you just Jerry Rice wasn't fast, but I mean, when you looked at you looked at the games he played, you were playing from everybody that's quicker than everybody. He also so you, Marcus, you got the list. Yeah, I got, I got the uh, of course. So like Josh Brown transferred to Arkansas. Oh yeah, Josh Brown. Yeah. yeah. Our week one, our week one loss snapper entered the portal on October twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. Kamar Wilcox entered the portal on November third. Mm-hmm. Trent Whittemore entered on the fourteenth. Nick Elson is the next day. Griffin McDowell, another tight end, answered, answered uh, the day after that. The one black, 
He mm. is the boy on the six two. This is my guy, man. Avery Helm and on the twenty eighth. Dejan Wells on the thirtieth also entered. Christ. Lorenzo Lingard entered on December first. What else? And Naquan Wright the next day entered the transfer portal. Donovan McMillan on the second also entered the portal. Oh, my other guy, man. Corey Collier Jr. entered on the fourth. David Reese, everyone's favorite four-year player who didn't play as much because of injuries, ends on December fourth as well. Podcast alone. Shout out to him, man. Podcast alone. Real. Good luck. Good luck to you, bro. Wherever you go, man. Good luck. Chief Borders ended on the fifth, which was today. Jerry called that one. Oh yeah. My, my man's there for the GPA, man. Give give us four point and get and go on with life. This man said, yeah, man. I mean, I, I respect it. I respect it. I always respect it. And Yusef Magarville, I can't pronounce the last name. He was a redshirt freshman off at the line. He entered today. Yeah. And reports surface that Jalen Lee was going to enter the portal, but that's not confirmed yet. Wait, the who? Jalen Lee. Uh, I can see it happen. Yeah. Like I said, Ooh, reports okay. surface, but we don't know for sure. And that's oh, the oh, bro. Jesus. Um, oh, I said Collier, Reese, Dean. All right, so Lingard, Naquan, DMAC, Helm, Collier, Reese, Dean, Dexter, AR, Chief, Braun, Dejan, Yusef, Garage, Lee. Okay. Yes. And who else am I missing? You said Chief, right? Yeah. I said Chief. That's all that entered the portal, right? Yeah, that's all the portal. I'm just putting guys that are leaving, period. Um, oh, Ventrell is gone next year. Yeah, Ventrell's gone. Rivon entered the draft, so the AR. Yep. Trading is out of eligibility. Gurge, Gurge is gone. No, not necessarily. Um, Osiris is gone, gone, obviously. Osiris, yeah. Osiris is obviously gone. Um, Garage, his is sort of a tricky situation because there's some smoke that he could possibly return to Florida or there's a chance he enters the draft. I like his upside if he does enter the draft, but then there's another report saying he could possibly enter the portal too. So his is sort of a tricky situation. It's going to kind of give us a visual representation because sometimes it's hard to kind of conceptualize mentally, but um, – this is what it looks like right now. Wait, why is Jamie Lee on there? It's not confirmed. Is everything but confirmed? Really? Uh, of course, surface, but we don't know for sure. Yeah, we don't know for sure. I mean, yeah. we'll, well, surface, surface, surface. Oh, yeah, we don't want right? Whittemore's going to. Yeah, Whittemore's gone too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I was missing somebody. I was missing somebody. Whittemore. Yeah, Trent Whittemore's gone. I feel like I'm missing somebody. I mean, I guess we can throw in a walk on Jack Anders. Yeah, Jack Anders is mentioned him. Today. Yeah. So that's a week. 
That is that is a entire football team with the guys. It's a lot of guys. And I still miss somebody. Dewan Black. Yeah, Dewan Black is though. Stuff ain't work out. Dewan Dewan Black. That sucks, bro. Hard. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna be aggressively hit the portal and uh talking sauce. Um, I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> completely and vehemently disagree with that take. I don't know about vehemently, but I'll up it to like two extra wins, possibly, potentially. We're going to see what happens, though, with the portal and everything and the uh, recruiting season. So. Yeah, they hit, hit the portal the right way. My thing is, bro, all right, let's, let's, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah, be so real some of those guys. Some of those guys are going to get snatched by other teams. Like, we won't get all of Alabama's guys. Jordan may get some. You know, like, we may only get a few guys. You know, like, we still have to make sure we fill out this class. Um, looks like we have to really, really hit for uh, – continue to hit with DBs and the, the defensive line and the offensive line. I mean – we, we have everything to hit, to be quite honest. We're, we're missing a lot, bro. So I, I really want to see us hit every single position um, as, as much as we can because um, this is – we're looking stripped. Stripped. I mean, quite frankly, bro. It's razor thin, especially on the interior defense line, which we already knew was yeah. thin coming in the season. It's really damn thin now. The best player is gone. Yeah, Chris mm-hmm. McClellan is going to be a true sophomore next year. Maybe some guys you recruit are going to get some time. But other yeah. than that, that's, that's still a young in D tackle room. Yeah. And we're going to have to play some freshmen next year. I mean, certainly. You're going to have to play some freshmen. Um, yeah, you do get a chance to play next year. There's some freshmen that need to be – absolutely need to be on the field next year. Yeah. I Eugene, what- I want to ask y'all, um, guy – Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's got to play. He's got to play. Um, what was the guy I was about to say? Oh, keep getting UL guys. Honestly, <laughs> keep it up. I take them. No, it's no. not them. He meant Louisville. Louisville. Well, Louisville. Yeah, because Satterfield left. He's been taking Cincinnati up. Oh my God! You know that. Do we? Are we here? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that Louisville, that Louisville class is about to fall apart. The Louisville class that includes the number one running back in the country, Ruben Owens. Ruben Owens is going to dip. Who Florida has been in contact with some? Define some. Some. What do we mean? They've been contacting them lately. That's his name. I was trying to get. I was trying to get his name. The the Louisville transfer, Caleb Banks. That's his name. I was trying to remember his name. I couldn't really, I couldn't really figure it out. But yeah, that's his name. Yo, AB, you can go back to uh, what uh, Thomas said earlier. Yeah, hold on, let me go back to it. You, uh, put, you, you put the comment about chessboard a little bit earlier. I want to go back to it real quick. Is it this one? Yeah, that's the one. See that? That's the one you gotta keep it. We gotta keep in mind when we talk about the portal. There's a reason a lot of these guys are in the chessboard, like straight up. Yeah, like, a lot of these guys will get on the field with some extra. Extra extra stuff off the field, possibly just mm-hmm. not quite fit in the vision of that program. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah, we gotta keep in mind like when we get talk talk about getting some of the guys in the portal. And that's like, exactly some of these guys, 
Some of these guys are good. Some of these guys, well, there's a reason they got told to hit the portal. We got to. Uh, we can't just go out there shooting fish in the barrel and come out with something. We have to actually do the homework here. So hopefully the staff, which is like a, a bunch of people on the staff doing this for a reason, who are specifically Hurts. looking at the transfer portal. Exactly, AB. Hope they do their research. Hope they do their due diligence, crossing T's, dot their I's and all that. And don't just go out and say, well, he had these, this many stars. How many stars next to his name in high school? Exactly. Two years ago. Yeah. Yep. See where they are now as actual Division One college football players. Yeah, man, because, like, I, I think we can look at our roster and see the guys that are transferring out. Like, somebody may see, you know, Collier and say, hey, he was a, a, five, a four, four-star, nearly a five-star guy at high school. But his body never filled out. So it's like if you're getting him based off of his, his you know, his film in high school and just him playing against guys that were somewhat his size, you know, it's – Hey man, even like a guy like Chief Borders, you know, no disrespect, to Chief Borders. I love Chief Borders, the guy, the person, but he never really made, you know, an impact for us on the field. Even when he got up there, I didn't really, I wasn't really impressed with a lot of stuff that I saw from him. Um, Avery Helm, tremendous speed, but a lot of, you know, a lot to be desired. Um, Jalen Lee, I'd say, is probably one of our better transfers. I think he's a solid player. Uh, he can go somewhere outside of the SEC and do pretty well. Yeah, he'll hold man, a we, we have a, and, huh? I said, you'll hold a rotation spot down somewhere. Like, it won't be too deep or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's rotational. Yeah. He's not so he's not somebody's starter. He's not a starter. No, no. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a juice or Tim, but I will say um, I'm not feeling great. About uh, our road games next year, not not too great. Um, with an inexperienced quarterback in the SEC and playing against the defending Pac-12 champs again, um, without Cam Rising, without well, okay, okay, he might be. I guess he's going, but I. Mm. The only one of these road games that really truly concerns me is LSU. That one always that, that was gonna concern anybody. Av, you're right. not serious, bro. Av, you're not serious. Hey man, serious, bro. LSU, we know what LSU at night. We couldn't even beat LSU during the daytime. Wait, so are you telling you're not scared of William Bryce? You're not concerned about William Bryce. You're not concerned a little bit about South Carolina. So, all right, let me, let me ask you this. What, what makes you so confident in what we have? Because we know that we are completely okay, rebuilding. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a second one in. I'll throw a second one. Missouri. Because that game's always weird. Over Kentucky? I would much rather play at Lexington on the road, on the road at Lexington, than Columbia, Missouri. Because uh, Especially if it's a new game. You play 11 a.m. over there. I will, I will, I will go there every time. I will go. I will go a step further. Market, you just basically said it right there. I hate playing Missouri. I don't. I, I don't understand. I hate playing Missouri. It's always a weird game. Like we could have, we could have no one team in the country. You saw what happened with Georgia when they played Georgia. You saw what happened. With Georgia fight for the yeah. game. They should have lost that. You saw that. They. they so are, is it is it because you're numb to get to Kentucky? Is it because you're numb to Kentucky? No, I feel like I feel like the Kentucky games, the, the ones we've lost, 
We easily could have won. The, Felipe, the game in 2018, Felipe Franks and Anthony Richardson, both of those games, 2018 and this past year, were eerily similar. Both quarterbacks yeah. involved 40 plus times shouldn't have happened. So you yeah. went away, but then again, 2018, we got screwed because the field goal was good and they said it wasn't. But yeah. uh, those are games we could have won. I would say last year, 2021. Yeah, that's another one we should we could have won. Yeah, that one was like we, we could have won all of those games. We we should have won all those games. But it's just coaching decisions that, that didn't make sense. Yeah, I agree. I don't like this, Jay Money. I don't like this. The, the man Pittsburgh. Now he's transferring again. I know. So keep him and Malik Coins be far away from my squad, my roster. Keep both of those yeah, guys. I'm not too high, Louis. No. Of course, we can't yeah. throw him. He can run, but he can't he, throw him. Can we put a gun on my head? He's okay. So he's, I mean, if you put a gun on my head, Hornsby? ask me if I want it. Yeah, Malik Hornsby. Yeah, Malik Hornsby, Hornsby from good. Arkansas? Yeah. yeah. Bro. What? Yeah, he's in the portal. In the portal. I'd take my wide receiver, not a quarterback. No, not a quarterback, bro. I'll I'll put it this way: If you put a gun on my head and ask if you had to take Keaton Slovis or Malik Hornsby, I'm saying call my mom and tell her I love her. Make sure I'm in my Sunday best in the casket. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I, I saw I saw what Harold Perkins did to Hornsby. I don't I don't I don't want that. I don't want that. Uh, in, what Harold Perkins in the portal? Relax. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. I Missouri so no, I, I, no, no, no. Missouri any yeah. game, any Missouri game in Columbia, no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm always a little bit cautious about Missouri, but the Kentucky game gives me like creeps, bro. Like. I don't know. I'm just always like spooked by Kentucky. I'm not gonna lie to you. See, I ain't not, spooked so much as like I ain't even spooked by that. I just hate looking at them stupid ass stone M in Columbia, Missouri at noon. I, I just hate looking at that shit. And then we come out, we yeah. always play flat every time it's a noon game or eleven a.m. Yeah. over there in, in Central Time. We just yeah. come out, and look flat. We look unprepared. We look uninspired. It's usually rainy. It's windy as hell. Or just super cold. Super cold. Yeah, super cold. There's only one time I remember us going there and completely dominating them, and that was 2020. I believe it was 2019. 2019. 2019. There is Tony Masterclass. Always when the meat of our schedule in conference is pretty much up and done with, we know by the time whether or not we're going to win the East or not. We just come out yep. flat and uninspired, and they usually sneak up on us sometimes. Now, 2020, we came out yep. handle business because, well, we still had shit to play for until, well, the shoe happened. Yeah. But, again, usually we know we're not how the season's gone by then. And if it's bad, the game ends up bad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so, I, you know, I guess specifically concerning the portal, um, there were a few guys that came up about quarterback. And I know you were talking about Hornsby. Slovis, uh, Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman is another guy. Um, 
Well, yeah, that, I mean, that is true, Jay Money. That is true. I don't think we'll completely know until uh, probably like July, you know, what we got going. It'll, it'll be a lot of in and out, a moving part. So we'll, we'll see. But I know losing Javon and losing AR, you know, it's going to be relatively tough and shorter, too. Shorter. Oh. I forgot about shorter. So that's an interesting TV. Speaking of portal quarterbacks, apparently, NC State transfer, Devin Leary. Apparently his sister goes to Florida. Oh, him too. Wait, okay. Wait. People nope. talking about DJU. DJ people. <laughs> Are you one of man? I, I'm not. Uh, yeah, no, Jerry. I'm, we have to discuss this controversial tweet that you put out that's gotten everybody in a frenzy. And um, yeah, um. I'm gonna need you to chill. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. We gonna put him up there. We gonna need you to chill out, man. Hey, man. Look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not that high on DJU. I'm not high on DJU. I was. I was honestly tweeting. I was honestly tweeting that to get people's reactions. That's honestly what I'm. Mean. But um, I wouldn't like. All right, say he wanted to come to Florida. I wouldn't be like, oh, absolutely not. Like disgusted. I'd be like, all right, bro. Absolutely not. Be again. He's not. He's not problematic, in my opinion. I don't think he's like a problematic guy. So, like, for depth purposes, why not? I mean, we lost Jack Anders. Huh? He just got benched, and then entered the portal the very next day. I mean, yeah, but like, say, say there was nobody left on the table, I would take him. There's nobody left on the table. I, I wouldn't. Hey, man, if that's the case. Jay Rashada, hey, I'm sorry, but uh, you got to go out there. A.B., you know, you know there is no freshman QB in college football. There is no freshman QB Strata High School that will be ready to face Gator Nation. I'll be more worried about a freshman quarterback facing Gator Nation than what's, the SEC itself. Well, it's either him, Jack Miller, or Max Brown. Which one do you want? Nine. I'll probably put Jack Miller. And what if Rashada came in and beat him out? We could play the games of what if, but like, let's be honest. Oh my gosh. Most likely, Jack, most likely Jack Miller is going to be the starter next year, the way it's looking. Oh my God. Unless we unless we get a guy. Unless we get a guy. What are the chances, what are the chances that we actually get a guy? We're going to get somebody. I think we're going to get somebody, like, for sure. So we're going to shoot fish in a barrel and come out with something. That's what I'm saying. What I'm gathering here. It's going to be better than Austin Appleby. I can guarantee oh, that. God Almighty, Who, whoever considering also Appleman needs to be taken out back and talked to very, <laughs> very harshly. Absolutely, absolutely not. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't care who we bring in, bro. He wears his do rags like Jerry, so no. DJ Ukulele. They're absolutely not Jeff on him. Sims. Absolutely not on him, too. You, you, don't, you don't like Jeff Sims? Sandalwood Legend, but I don't need him on my football team. I'm sorry. Can't do it. I'm I'm, pers- I'm personally good on – um. I, w- I want Gator Twitter to be happy, man. I think we need to stop getting dual threats. Let's get the pocket passer. Come on, man. They'll never be happy. Stop it. Oh man. Let's get a pocket passer. This way. 
Let's get a pocket passer. Airtrology you are using right now is heavy. I don't know if this is a Tim or Juice, but I'm going to say this once again. He got benched. Twice. Multiple times. But it's not, but bro, like, let's be honest here. He got benched for a better talent, like simply better talent. By the way, I'm glad this kid, Austin Reed, was brought up. I saw this guy play. I'm in Pensacola, where the University of West Florida is located. Duke and ball. That's all I'm going to say. He's like Duke that. and ball. Yeah, he can ball. Okay. Put some talent around him. He can ball. <laughs> yes, about that, Tim. Um, There's a reason he in the portal. And he's probably going out west anyway to UCLA or USC. And it's down to those two schools because I think USC – May have an inside track on his brother, Mateo Uyunga. Thing okay, so Mateo for the Bro, I'm just reading this list, and it's kind of like this one of your surprises against AB. No, all right, it's 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 overwhelming for me to look at all these guys. This is nuts. This shit is like doing numbers real. in the portal. The portal is through the roof right now. Like right. coaches are literally gonna be shooting fish in the barrel and like come out with something pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be in, just absolutely important that Napier uh prioritizes position groups and figures out how to build because I think now we're going to be in the age where coaches have to figure out a way to build uh, guys through the portal, build rosters through the portal, along with re- re- uh, recruiting classes. It's a different age now that like we're seeing something we've never seen before. So, and Billy being young, I think is going to be a, a very, very uh, u- useful tool. But um, we got a lot to figure out, bro. Like seriously, yeah, it's going to take a little. It's going to take time, like. I just can't tell you that it's easy. For anybody clamoring for Justin Flo, I'm good. Justin Flo, bro. Justin Flo is Timothy. I'm, I'm good. No, he isn't. You're good. What? He's been a, he's Why are you turning down linebackers? He's been a bust at Oregon. It's the reason he's in the portal. He's been a bust at Oregon. That's the reason everybody's in the portal. <laughs> he's been a bust at Oregon. Like I said before, we don't know. We got that—that's the coach's job. I know. He pretty much got phased out of the rotation. We like that sometimes. We don't know. That's on the coach. That's the coach. Ain't my job to figure that out. That's the coach's job. If they want him or not, they got the film just like us. They got more film actually. So. They'll look at it. They'll come to the same conclusions you did, most likely. My ninety-five percent chance they will, and I won't disagree with it, honestly. And that's it. I ain't gonna make proclamations after one year. He's from California. Okay, so um, how often have Cali kids worked out for us? Recruit the players, oh, not the state, and not the helmet. The only one that worked out for us was Ronald Powell, and he was injured most of his career. Barely. 
Barely. Barely. Fine. He looked hardly. Barely. He was injured most of the time. And then Chris Steele, don't get me started. Chris Steele was just a, 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 like a drama. A, a drama. That, that was never going to work. It was never going to work. But um, you mentioned two names, Tommy Brockemeyer and JoJo Earl. JoJo Earl is one I would look at. Dominic Lovett from Missouri is another receiver I would look at to possibly bring in. Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys in the portal right now. Um, so you have to look at you have to not look at what they did at the other school so much because a lot of time consistently it was just not a fit. That that's true to a certain extent. I do agree with that, but. He was literally phased out of the lineup. Like he was starting and then he got to a point where he was barely playing. So, I mean, if you're starting in the same scheme and then you get phased out, that's a little bit of an issue. That's a red flag for me. I don't disagree. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we don't know what's, we're not privy to. Everything over there, we don't run privilege to how they run things at linebackers. Maybe the same scheme, yeah. but not exactly the same system, if that makes any sense. But again, the coaches, they got the tape, they'll look at it, they'll come to the conclusion of whether he fits the system or not. Like, and my job to make those proclamations. Yeah, yeah. So, AB, um, I just want to ask you, man, I know you know. Uh, more about this recruiting stuff than I do. Um, how are we looking in recruiting right now? I know there's been a lot of talk about Hall, uh, that kid coming in. So, uh, how are we feeling, bro? How are we feeling? With Jordan Hall, you know, of course, his position, the defensive tackle, him being a Jacksonville kid also helps. But I think the fact that they offered his older brother a for a walk-on spot, he wants to play with his brother. Mm. That can push Florida over the edge. But then this weekend with his visit, they knocked it out of the park. You know, family was blown away by things that they had not seen before on campus. Um, that goes to all three official visitors, really. Um, it includes Desmond Ricks also, who's also on campus this weekend. But with Jordan Hall specifically, um, they knocked it out of the park. And uh, I think Florida's in a great spot for him. Still got to battle Georgia. Still got to worry about that visit to Georgia next week. But we'll see. I think Florida's in a great spot as of right now. Yeah, I think I think we're always in a great spot with with recruits until we're not. So uh, I'm interested in seeing if we can close on him. You know, I think the kid would be very good. I think uh, securing Jacksonville is important. Duval County is important. Then you go elsewhere. But – as long as we get guys from Jacksonville, bro, four or five stars. Huh? Is it, though? What, what you mean, is it? Is hey, it what? What, what you mean, is it? Is the name Fred Davis ring a bell? You brought one player. Bro, that's a uh, – Jaquez Robinson, who went to Bama. Bro, trust me. Hey, don't don't, don't on speak down bro. on Duval. Chill on my city. Don't speak down on my city. Look, man. Look. Wow, man, not too much. Say keep Duval 
and keep keep that as a prime location to recruit. I agree with that. You just got to hit on the right guys. Tyreek Johnson didn't fare well at Ohio State. Sean Wade. I mean, he was good. Because they all need to be. At UF, they need to be at UF to flourish, bro. Uh, they're, not, they're not all bad. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think Trayon Webb will, pa- will pan out. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll pan out. Um, Derek Henry should be. Speak facts. Really? What's the area code? <laughs> He's speak facts. Guy. Let's not say John's first one. Let's get your geography straight. <laughs> I just need that to get a rise out of you. That's all, but it's up the road. Hey, <laughs> y'all. Welcome welcome Tim in here, bro. Welcome Tim in here. We got talking sauce, too. You're on mute, bro. What up? What's going on? What's going on? What is happening? Bon. Bon, nothing. Listen to you. You all talking here. Uh, what what you sipping on over there? What, what you got? Nothing, nothing tonight. Just, some, just some, actually stop that Sonic. I don't know. My daughter the gymnastics tonight, so stopped and got a drink of Sonic. This, yep. This man got the jumbo popcorn chicken. I I know you did. My man's on the No food from Sonic for me. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom, bro. You don't order food from Sonic. <laughs> like, no right. over here. <laughs> you don't order any food from Sonic. Nah, nah. I like the drinks though. The drinks is good. Yeah, the drinks good, bro. Drinks be hitting. Maybe, Ab, mm-hmm. what should be ordered from Sonic, bro? Hey man, I, I get, I get the slushes with the nerds. I used to get them with the Jolly Ranchers, but they got rid of the Jolly Ranchers, and I'm pissed about that still. But the nerds are good. The the, the yeah. slushes, the nerds, those are usually pretty yeah. good. Or I'm getting a Sprite or something. If I get any food, I will say this. Their burgers are actually really underrated. Their burgers are actually pretty good. Amy, don't even, go off. Don't, don't, don't down that hill, bro. Not tonight. Don't do it. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Before you you probably eating a raccoon burger as we speak. Relax. Yeah, we all know what it is, unfortunately. And nothing wrong with no raccoons. And nothing wrong with it. Raccoon. Anybody eating raccoon is a freaking terrorist. Or <laughs> I'll say this look, there's aliens walking around on this earth. If you eat raccoon, look, you, you might be one of them aliens. Look, I'm gonna have to call Will Smith. Bro, bro, bro. You, you know, Independence Day, he did all the minute black movies. You know how to battle aliens. Let's call Will Smith, see what he can do. He <laughs> battles me, bro. Ask, ask Damian Pierce what he, eat, what he was eating in Bainbridge, Georgia. I promise you, he'd have ate some squirrels, <laughs> something like that. Derek Henry. He was having he was the best running back. I don't want to know what he ate. Shout out to Damian Pierce who balled him for Houston. You know the team's like one and ten and one right yeah. now. But um, I, I wanted to ask Tim though, man. Like, so you know we got our list down here, bro. We pretty much listed out. I think I'm missing some people too, but listed out who we're missing, dog. So like, 
Uh, what are your thoughts on this mass exodus that uh, the Gator fans asked for that we're now getting? Yeah, um, the only thing for me is interesting. I wish it would have happened like earlier, <laughs> um, yeah. just because you know the fr- the first year is a free year, and I wish it like because I you know we saw Deion Sanders when he he praised it, told them like when he came there, y'all about this, y'all it's about to be some people that get up out of here, and uh, it is what it is. Yeah. So I'm all you know I'm more for I'd rather you go ahead and get it out the way and figure it out you know after the because I think now. Now you're in a position of like some of these guys played this season or you were building up to play this season and now they're gone and then there are probably you no know, death behind them. Right. Uh, even some of these guys didn't play, but they were probably going to be up to play, maybe get some play action this season. Right. Some of these guys yeah. on this list who maybe never touched the field, they probably would have touched the field this coming up season. So, right. um I mean, this is where we are in football now. You just got to hit the portal. <laughs> hit the portal. What you got to do? Baby, what's wrong, bro? Hit that portal. <laughs> Bell from South Carolina just announced he's entering the portal. See, this is what I'm talking about, bro. Like, that man was – like, he was Mr. South Carolina, bro. Crazy. Wait, 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 wait. I thought he was entering the draft because I saw the thing, wow. the little idiot. He's in a draft. I'm like, all right, he's gonna end the draft. And now I ran it in. I decided, what do you put? Hold on. So after after this many discussions with my family, I decided to enter the transfer portal to further continue my football career. I thought he was in like, the draft. Some of these kids, though, I feel like you have one side of the kids like where they believe that they can find something better, and other kids that think they're gonna like go to another school and just be like this starter all of a sudden. Like, I'm sorry, man. There's a lot of guys that I feel like transfer from Florida. They're probably not going to start elsewhere. Like, just being honest because they, they didn't pan out. Like, you know, I don't know, man. That's the thing about the portal, man. It's, it's one of the things, like I said, you cannot – you can't look at what they did at the other school, and you also mm-hmm. can't look at their rankings, and you also can't look at – Thinking that they're gonna just come to your school and be good either, <laughs> so yep. it's almost that's what worries me about that's some it. of these kids. Yeah, yeah. Tim, you got we got a question for you on what here. Jay Money does. What you trying to do? Because I actually like this. Wait, what'd you say, B? I think you froze up a little bit. You got a question here from Jay Money. Just offer school a little bit. Okay. Uh, who's I didn't even see this. Who's their defensive Louisville's uh, Taylor Banks, the redshirt freshman defensive lineman. Okay, I haven't even looked at him yet. Is he pretty good this year? I haven't uh, watched enough games with the Yeah, I haven't really looked at Louisville a whole lot this year, but um, he's six seven, three hundred pounds. Um, it's nice. Look, if, if he's not coming <laughs> in to start, be nice for depth. Because we badly need defensive line depth. So, yeah, I have to look at him, but I mean, you know, because, because some if of Billy these, want him and he's a good fit, and yeah. that's all that matters. They got to fit your system. You got the guys out who didn't fit your system, and now it's time to get the guys who do fit your system. So that's why I say some of these players they might not be good at one school, but if they come in and fit, and you build around what they're doing, they might be, you know, 
they might go from not getting pulled or benched to maybe being a starter at your school. And I'm looking at some of these yep. portal offers and some of the additions we may get. I'm looking at a lot of and some of them as depth pieces. Because some of these positions we need to line up. Like defense tackle, defense line in general. We need depth there. We need depth at wide receiver. Linebacker. Like and that's why I say when y'all ask me about how I feel about this list, that's why I wanted to get it out of the way because then you would be rocking with people who have played during the whole season, right? Yeah. Now we didn't got some of these dudes out who did play some like uh, Avery Helms played, um, you know, Naquan, he played here and there, but you know, uh, even Whittemore, you know, he played a little bit, Dijon. Uh, and some of those guys, I mean, now you're kind of in instances of like the AB saying you gotta, you gotta build depth, but you also gotta get some starters out here because some of these, <laughs> we yeah. don't even know who some of these starters gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go further. DB, I got Jaden Hill on Portal Watch. Jaden mm. Hill, I got him. Mm, that's spicy, bro. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I have him on Portal Watch. Mm. Well, this roster could be in a hurry, isn't it? Yeah, look, I told, I did say on this podcast weeks ago the purge was coming. You is AB it? freezing on y'all screen or is it just mine? Yeah, he no, he's freezing on mine too. He, he okay, okay, mine too. okay. I was just making sure. I was like, hey. damn, my internet's being terrible right now. Hey, hey but like yeah, I, I said think, though, we, I don't think we, we see the spring game. When we see the spring game, bro, it's gonna be it. It's gonna be a lot of this. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> But no, nah, for real though, it's gonna be a whole new pictures down over here. You're gonna be you're gonna be seeing guys that you ain't never heard of. Oh wait, he he just got on campus, he already in the two deep. Like, what's going on? Then fall camps gonna come in and the rest of the cool three guys that like Something like that, uh, in the 2D. Oh, like Kilby, Kilby Collins is good. Kilby Collins, Will Norman. Um, who was the other guy? What are you talking about? Uh, you talking about recruits from the 2023 class, or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Norman, Kelby Collins. Oh, um, Cersei, TJ Cersei, I think he'll be, he'll definitely be in the 2D. I mean, a lot of these guys are about to play immediately. Some well, yeah, and that's what see. That's the thing too, though. You know, it's it was gonna be interesting because we do have you know some solid freshmen coming in, but that's the thing. Some of these guys, mm, is it, <laughs> it's going. It, it, I know it sounds good for the recruiting class, right? They they're yeah. solid, but I, I think next year, like I said. Marcus, keep that six and six up because <laughs> it's, it's, it it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting next year. Um, but I do like the fact that you we have seen this work because and I know this example is not that great because Brian Kelly has been coaching forever, but you mm-hmm. we saw him build a team from LSU. They had like 25 scholarships at one point in time yeah. from how I many people left their team. So uh, you can do it. It's just more probably like not likely than likely because you got to get it's a lot of lo- luck, um, you know, 
that goes into this. And like I said, with Brian Kelly, he's been coaching for a while, so he should be able to kind of piece together this stuff. And you know, mm-hmm. so you you gotta hit you gotta hit hit the portal. And yeah, you, you ain't got, got a choice now. <laughs> you can't just yeah, offer it. You can't just go out to anybody, and that's the thing. That's why I want to tell some of the fans too. You can't just go out to anybody that hits the portal. Right. Like Marcus said earlier, um, the reason why some of these guys are in the portal, some of them just ain't that good. Yeah. yeah are they? Are they even that good? Are they? Even, were they even coachable at the last spot? Do they fit what you want to do? There's a lot of yeah, things you have to answer. Understand. Understand. A lot of goes into it. Yep. I didn't I didn't see I didn't see uh well I asked this. Who would y'all say has been the most surprising guy from our team to enter the portal? For me, I think it's uh McMillan. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I did not see that coming. That's what surprised me, if anybody. The rest of them didn't surprise me at all. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Uh, and for me, um, Besides McMillan, the other one that surprised me that hit the portal was was um honestly Dejon. I honestly didn't think oh, he would hit the portal. I saw that one coming, bro. I bet see that one. I mean, what made what you what made y'all think he was gone? Well, I didn't for think me, he it was just like the kids coming in next year. No, nah, yeah. kids coming next year. I wasn't sure he was gonna get burned. Plus, he already had stuff going on before Billy came in. Like this ain't URL or what or whatnot. It caused a little bit of frenzy for like a week and a half. And the drop against Vanderbilt that people kind of pointed to as the reason we lost the game and things like that. Yeah. Plus, again, the kids coming in this in this class, guys with a lot of speed, kids that can play. I I was not sure he was gonna see the field. Yeah, I think for me, man, like. It may sound weird, but like I watch like what a lot of kids because I post some things that are very like controversial. And so if a player <laughs> likes my tweet, I'm very like, why are you liking my tweet? <laughs> like you should not be liking this. So I feel my controversial tweets and I'm like, okay. He, oh, they're yeah. controversial. Mm-hmm. They controversial. Hey, man. man won't yeah. DJ yeah. Yeah. in the quarter. I'm saying I, I'm I'm saying he's not. I don't want him, but like I'm saying, I wouldn't be mad if he came if there was nobody else on the table. And it's like one to two years. Like, but that's what I think people are forgetting is it, people are acting like we're about to play this dude for four years. When you have it, listen. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I know it don't sound sexy, but when you when you have a quarterback, and I know he got benched at Clemson, but they also. I'm not. I will talk about Clemson another day, but I will just say this: you have a quarterback who is 62 percent, 20 plus touchdowns, less than 10 interceptions, and you have a coach who I think, though, when you look at how he plays and how Billy runs the offense, I think that they could do some things together. And now I'm not saying that is going to work, and I'm not even going to say it's going to happen because the kid is from out west, right? So I think his, for me, it probably look a little bit more, you know, if you could go anywhere you wanted to, you'd probably go closer to home now since you kind of got a choice, right? <laughs> but I think that he does fit the bill. And I think people are crazy if they don't believe that he doesn't. Um, that's why I say you have to look at who is behind him. That kid, uh, Kubnik, oh like, 
Bro, he's very good. <laughs> and Clemson's offense is different than like they don't they, they use Will Shipley a lot or whatever his name is. And yep. um they don't really have I mean they got a couple tight or a couple wide receivers, but they don't have the wide receivers like they used to have. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, their offense is, go, is Yeah, I'll go I'll go a step further and say it's different. Structurally, it's bad. Is the other part. Plus, the wide receivers are all six four yeah. to five. There's no real variety. It's either mm-hmm. throw up, throw jump balls, or nothing, yep. or throw or get yep. the Shipley. Or yeah, exactly. You're running the ball more than you're passing. First of all, and then, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Is there? I, I haven't really watched their offensive line this year. But I don't even think are their offensive line is it that good? It's not elite. No. It's not exactly okay. It's not so. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I agree to a certain extent. One problem with the whole thing. Kate Clubnick was not behind DJ Uyunglele last year, and he still wasn't very good. He definitely improved, though, bro. Yeah. What year was he last year, though? Also reverted back to um. That was his first year start. Yeah, okay. First year start last year. So he's only a sophomore. I mean, we've seen guys. We have seen guys. Remember this. He's a Do junior. not forget this. Yeah, Who's he's DJ? A because um, the first year he, he was there, Trevor Lawrence was there. Yeah. So did he rich? Was he? Is he a redshirt or no? No, he he's a true junior. Um, okay. I remember. So he's, if you remember, of course, he stepped in the two games for yeah. Trevor, whenever um he had COVID. So yeah. But we have, and that's the thing about quarterbacks. Though we have seen guys, if we if we looked at what they had did, or even not have played, or who they didn't beat out, right? Yeah, a lot of these dudes, uh, a lot of Joe Burrow wouldn't probably be playing. <laughs> yeah, because you can get better from year to year. It it does make a difference, and yeah, we've seen a whole scheme. Person. I think I think we've seen a whole scheme as well change. Sleeping on Thank you, who's NP? Napier. A little bit. Y'all hit the transfer hard or anything. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm not sleeping on Napier. You can't just get any player. Well, and you you you're what you're saying though, you're acting like that there's other coaches who are not gonna be in the portal as well. So that's where I'm not I'm not sleeping on him. I'm just saying that there are a lot of other teams that need a lot of other players too. Yes. Baby, you got to battle Kirby. It's like recruit. You still got to battle these guys for yes. as well. Yes. It's so, have we seen how it... No, you're right. Go ahead, Jerry. It's Go survival ahead. of the fittest out there, bro. That's what yeah. I'm Dog eat dog world. Yeah. yeah. So you, you still, whether, like I said, whether it's recruiting the transfer court, you still got to battle the heavy hitters. You still got a value of Bama's and Clemson's, Ohio State's, Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, because they have positions to need too. Now, yeah. I will say this: Florida having twenty-seven losing so far, twenty-seven guys. It's twenty-seven if you count guys who are guys <laughs> were out of eligibility and and the two that entered the draft today, or three. It's three now that entered the draft. Yeah, three with Torrance. So you've had three guys enter the draft. So. That's a lot that you have to replace. It, it can't just be this recruiting class, which I think is a, a good class that can end up being great. I mean, if you look at the film and all these guys, 
they're they are really good. I'm I'm speaking of which right now, I'm gonna give, go ahead and give one of my underrated prospects in this class. Remember this name, Aaron Gates. Remember that. Oh name? yeah, yeah, I like Aaron Gates. That name right now, because I think Aaron Gates is gonna be one of these guys where he's not talked about a lot, but when he gets on campus, you're gonna see why this school, why Florida wanted him. That's all. Well, about I'm hold on, about That's Gates, though. is he sticking around? Because Michigan was on him pretty heavy. Yeah, he, he visited Michigan numerous times. They were on him heavy. He just took an official visit to Michigan. Not this past weekend because he was at Florida this past weekend on his official visit, but the weekend before. And he took numerous unofficial visits there. They wanted him bad. And he said after this weekend, you know, he's done with his recruitment. He's locked in to Florida now. So we staved off Michigan for him because I was a little worried that he was going to flip. I'm not going to lie. If he would have flipped, that would have hurt a little. Because I, I love where he's versatile. He can play safety, play corner, play nickel. You can put him anywhere, and, and honestly, you can put him on offense too if you wanted to. Because if you put the ball in his hands, he's a threat to score every time. Yeah, I, I think we have a lot of those guys in this class, and that's what I like about Napier's recruiting style so far, and him along with the staff. He likes guys that just look the part, like look like they're you know better athletically. Um, you look at Jakeem Jackson's film. I mean, it's like that kid is plenty of tough competition, and he's dominating. Like he is a superior athlete, so. Um, I'm glad we have him, and hopefully we keep him in the class and, you know, we add some more pieces. But so far, man, we're getting guys that look like they can play SEC ball. And like, I, that's what I'm pretty excited about in the recruiting class so far. Exactly. Um, and while we're on that subject real quick, uh, do any of you, which one of you guys, which one of you guys, I mean, who wants to go first? Your underrated recruit for this class. Mm. If you have underrated, underrated. See, I, I have one, bro, but he might get dropped. I don't know. I hope not, though. Talk about Tyree Patterson. Yes, bro. <laughs> I like Tyree Patterson's game, bro. I, I really do. I really do. I like the kids' game. Jerry, I got bad news for you. I know. I know. He, yeah. Nope. That boy out of there. But uh, Gates, if you put the the um the word underrated next to Aaron Gates, that would be my pick. My favorite recruit is probably Eugene Wilson because I love his speed and space. But I love Gates' versatility on defense, so that's probably the most underrated guy. Uh, for some reason, I cannot remember. Uh, but what's crazy is we broke down every single one of these dudes' film, <laughs> and I'm having a brain fart. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of which, are we gonna get, like? Are we gonna get that film breakdown back on Talking Sauce? Oh, dude, you already know. It's about to. Bro, God, it's about dude. to happen Wednesday. Yes. It's about to happen Wednesday, cause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like. I do like uh, Andy Jean. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's one of those dudes um, that I can kind of remember that his film was pretty good. I think that one kid, what's the defense? I think, am I tripping? Jaden Robinson? It, um, mm, not Jaden Robinson. Is it Gavin Hill? Gavin Hill, defense Yeah. Yep. I can't remember. For some reason, his name sticks out to me, but um, we'll have to go back through it. Isaiah Nixon, Gavin Hill. 
I watched yeah. him play in person live, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that's Jordan all I'm gonna say. Not Jordan Castillo. Yeah. I think Castillo. I love Jordan Castillo. Like he, he's got I'm the big brain fan of for safety. So bro, Bryce Thornton too. Bryce yeah. Thornton too, bro. Speed in the back end. You need both. Lord knows we need we need it in space. Yeah, See, him and Aaron Gates are very athletic. Well, I love the thing y'all brought out though. You know, Andy Jean. I think Andy Jean. Um, I think there's a chance he comes in and plays early too. His route running. I keep telling y'all who he remind me of. Y'all don't think I'm crazy. Man, he already got coached up by Mark Cooper, so I'm sold. That's my comp <laughs> for him. That is my yeah. comp. I'm telling you, it's eerily similar with his route running. Now, he may not be as fast as Amari Cooper, but route running? So that's why, A.B., I, th- I think if you're going to be a Napier system, you have to be an elite route runner if you want to be, like, super effective. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, you yeah, have- you, like look at Ricky Pierce all what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Ricky Pierce all what he did when he came in. Great route runner. He's open all the time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It depends. Like we said, it depends on who you hit on, you know, with some of the guys that's out there, especially at the linebacker position, defensive line position, safety, and um, quarterback. Because the uh, Lord knows we do need a quarterback now. And um, yeah, you get on those, those four positions right there the right way, that – that pessimistic six and six that Marcus has in his name right now will easily go up and win. A, no, AB, AB, we gotta, AB, we gotta go back and look at the, we gotta go back and look at the schedule. Go back and look at that schedule, bro. I'm not gonna lie. What, what up? I only had a schedule, I don't believe. And I hate, just I, I hate them. Georgia, LSU, Kentucky. South Carolina. South Carolina. Um, FSU was FSU was bringing back Jordan Travis. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you if we don't know how to tackle next year, then I'll be concerned. I don't know if one of y'all can share. I just entered it. I think I got it in y'all's chat thing or in at the bottom. Yeah, hold on. If y'all can put that up on. You you might can put that up on the screen. Just a schedule. Yeah. Can y'all see that? Yeah. There it is, right there. Can Can you blow it up a little bit? Uh yeah, let me see if I can here. Kind of shrunk hey, it down. Oh my a god, bit. I forgot about Utah, bro. Oh, is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Utah as the home and home series. Um, now that's gonna be a tough game regardless. Even though they're losing Cam Rising, that that's gonna be a tough game regardless. I think they do bring back Cart Phillips. He's only a sophomore. And honestly, running back. You said who? McCabe running back and. And the backup QB who became a running back who looked really good against USC. Oh, he killed USC. They are going to be losing old buddy. They're tight in. Yeah. They they are losing old tight in. Brandon Keithy and Dalton Kincaid are both gone. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to insert because there's a third one that they use too. They'll be able to insert another tight end. That's their bread and butter. They're going to plug and play. That defense is still good. Really good. Yeah, so as long as long as Kyle Winham's still coaching the defense, they're gonna be yeah. Over 
and so, it's at it's at home for them. So, you yeah, know, that's true. who are who are our for sure wins? I'll ask that. Av McNeese, Charlotte, Charlotte. <laughs> 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 We'll say we'll say I'm gonna say Vanderbilt because then Mike Wright. Revenge game. Revenge game. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm glad you said that, Tim. Yes, he did enter the portal. But do not, and I repeat, do not sleep on AJ Swan. Do not sleep on him. That kid can throw. That kid can throw the football. Like pure as a pure passer, he can throw the football. Yeah. I, I, I would rather I would rather face Vanderbilt with a passer though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No that, more. That's Please don't. Because that's a revenge game at home. So yeah. The Vanderbilt revenge game does not belong in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh sh- Wow. And guess who will make his return to Gainesville next season? Rashad Torrance. Josh Braun. We have Arkansas on the schedule. It's a home game. Wait, oh, oh, shit, we do. Oh. Yeah, bro. Let me tell you, Josh Braun's gonna be freaking elite. Look, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to throw this little tidbit out there, though. The last former Gator to transfer to Arkansas and return to Gainesville, Felipe. AB, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with the proxy in China, bro? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, Sam Pitt was like, <laughs> so that's gonna be a tough game. That's now, gonna Sam be Sam Pitt was the one assistant that I prayed left Georgia. Man, what? <laughs> God, he made it every and there was there was that was out there, bro. He was bringing in boys like. If there was an elite offensive lineman within the vicinity of Georgia while Sam Pittman was there, you can bet the house that they were going to Georgia. Hell, yeah, and the best thing about Sam Pittman, he actually could coach those guys. Oh, yeah, my God. And he's a fun dude, bro. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, fun enough to where he's, like, kind of hip. You know, like, he's, like, old school type of dude, but he's hip. And he got, he's just, like, a good, funny dude. And, I like, I don't be rooting for other teams, but that's, like, a team where I'm, like, man, I hope he do all right over there. <laughs> so, that's, he's the quintessential O-line coach. I love him, Sam Pittman. Look yeah. at the last five games of the season. I know. That's tough, man. Ooh. I do not like that. <laughs> Bro, I, I, I uh, Two on the road. That is brutal. Bro. I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I that Missouri game is terrible. <laughs> it's always absolutely every, year, every time you play in the Columbia. Usually by the time the Georgia games pass, so we know what's up with the East. And either we come out absolutely dog flat, or if we win the Georgia game, we still have, we know we still have stuff in front of us. So we come out having and play LSU that, having LSU that late is just disgusting to me. That's mm. that's despicable. And then oh, Arkansas right before that. Bro, that's Georgia, Arkansas, LSU, and then a noon game at Missouri. He's got to give me the side out for saying Missouri worries me. My slide deserves to be punched for the schedule. What what is this? I don't know. Best best case scenario. Best case scenario is we go and see one, two, three, four, five. Six, let me see Georgia's schedule because they be getting the they be escaping people. 
yeah, yeah. Seven. Schedule, but I want to see who all they. Right. I said those first man. seven games need to be five and two if we're trying to be oh successful. Oh my god, this schedule is cake. Oh, <laughs> this schedule is cake. Georgia schedule. Georgia, man, they see like they don't play LSU every year, bro. Like that's what pisses me off. They be escaping everybody in the West. They play Auburn every year, and Auburn hasn't been. All right, here we go. Let me see. Is this yeah, twenty three? Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll share it if y'all want me to. Uh, they gonna have um. What's my guy? Can you, can um, you see that? Can you guys see that? Yeah, perfect. Coming up, yeah. Come on, man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, what are they opening up with? I don't know. It's like the Pelicans. They play Zion. Boy, them boys, them boys, them boys, hey, them boys playing FCS Southeast. Two weeks in a row, and then you get South Carolina, which you should win. Then you ain't like Look like a soccer club logo. Jesus. <laughs> so they're going. They're going. They're going. Probably nine and zero. Ten, bro. They're not losing a single game. No, they're not losing. Man, they're unless those new, unless those guys that replace guys are just aren't ready. If that's the case, they're going twelve and zero. Come on, now. They're not losing Auburn. They're not losing Ole Miss. They're beating Tennessee. It will be interesting this to is, not see whoa, this hold on, hold on. quarterback. Freeze at Auburn depends on who he gets out of Porter. Everything Auburn, stop. And they no. do have Tank Biz coming back. Tank Biz, I forgot Tank Biz was on the TV. I thought Tank was gonna leave like last year, bro. Probably about two years ago. He, he, was, was, he was he was talking about it, yeah. Yeah, he was. He, he, he actually, as a matter of fact, I think he did put his name in the portal for like a day, and then he pulled it out. Yeah, he is about to get up out of there. I wouldn't left Brian Harson there from the cold. I'm sorry. I don't know what you was doing with that. That's why I said Hugh Freeze at Auburn would be interesting because that game is at Auburn. So you never know. Their toughest, their toughest stretch here is going to be Ole Miss and Tennessee. <laughs> That's their their, man, their man be paying me. They should beat them. This is a very – yeah, like yeah, this yeah, who who's playing quarterback? Carson that's the best. Yep, Carson Beck, and then they also got what's the other kid? Why he got my last Gunner Stockton? Yeah, Gunner Stockton and, and they, they, I think they got another one coming up on this recruiting class as well. <laughs> I think Rob Vandergrip hit the portal eventually. Yeah, that's yeah, the, I think we got Martin Anderville. I love how we have to go on the ropes at South Carolina right before the Georgia game. They play Vandy. They're beating Vandy. Yeah, they're beating Vandy, but we got South Carolina on the road before that. I, I just have a question for Greg Sankey. Why does Georgia always get away with having easy schedules like this? Why can't we? Why can't we have the easy schedules? What did we do to deserve this? But they draw, they draw no one out the West except Auburn who they play every year. And after that... Or they get Ole Miss when everybody leaves. Or they'll get Texas A&M when nobody's there. Or they'll, they'll, when they're going to play Alabama the regular season? 
Meanwhile, we can't draw them uh, Texas A&M at home. Yeah. We might as well go and, uh, make. We might as well go to make that Gainesville because we play there damn every year. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> man, man, like, like when are we gonna get a break? Watch what happens. Like next year, they're gonna some crazy shit's gonna happen. We're gonna play them again. <laughs> Watch. <Yeah. laughs> oh, y'all have to play Texas and them at, at home again. <laughs> In Texas. Yeah, In Texas. Doing, and watch if and them get some shit again next year. That, that's what happens. <laughs> It's just, man. I, I honestly, uh, I don't even know, bro. Just, uh, I will tell y'all this too. Um, yeah, go ahead. If y'all, if y'all don't remember this, the uh, so this article it says the SEC now expected to decide on the new schedule format in early 2023. So we'll know very soon. Remember, going doing away with the divisions and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, we're about to we're about to change uh, very soon, or we're gonna know the the findings in. I think the change, they're probably trying to match it up with the college football playoff. So uh, mm. this schedule, this might be the last year or two that we're going to see the schedule. So because uh, they're trying to go away from like the divisions and go away from uh, set games every year where everybody trying to play everybody. Because, I mean, that to me is only fair when you have this type of lineup where you got Florida. Because, I mean, the good thing for Florida, it actually could be a lot worse. The good thing for Florida is remember, think about it like this, because remember we played Miami that one year. Luckily, they were had a new head coach and was down, right? But yeah. to play FSU, they weren't that good. You play Tennessee, they weren't really that good that year. Then you play Georgia, we know what they were. You play yeah. LSU. Like that's five games right there. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, oh my gosh, like it's but yeah, imagine if they are all good. So you have to play Miami, Florida State, Tennessee, Georgia, uh, LSU, and then even if you take off Miami, that's four teams that we have to play every single year. Jesus oh, yeah, Christ! Definitely, we definitely got to discuss this on, on here, um, and we'll get oh, more, yeah. we'll more in depth yeah. with it tomorrow. Indisputable evidence, but we'll kind of get into it a little bit now because. The Rose Bowl agreed to a deal to um basically to basically expedite the college football playoff, expanding the 12 teams, which mm-hmm. means Alabama's gonna be in it every year. Georgia's gonna be in it every year. Ohio State and Clemson will probably be in it every year. There are certain teams that are gonna be in it every year. My only thing is, I'm. I only thing I'm glad about is I want to hear Nick Saban whine about getting the playoffs, trying to get the playoff spot again. That man was campaigning like he was running for president to get that team in the college football playoff. I was like, Nick, you know, damn well you're not getting it. Bro, right now. this dang mess. You know what? That's gonna dang. be. That's gonna be pretty good. We're gonna we're gonna see a lot of teams in there every year. For sure, for sure. There'll be some fun games right. at the bottom. I'll say that much. Imagine the twelve team playoff this year. Tulane would end up playing, I think. Well, not Tulane. Um, no, yeah, they would. They would end up playing Bama. Oh God! Dude. I think they had this picture up last week. I think. Um, wait a you minute. Gotta, wait a minute. The rankings changed. The rankings changed. Yeah, because you got to take out USC and put it in Ohio State now. Yeah. USC fell out the top twelve, right? Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. I think they did. I was about to say, I don't think they fell that far. But if we did have a 12-team playoff this year, guess who still wouldn't have made it? 
Florida State. Well, they wouldn't have made it, but um, I think Tulane. I want to say Tulane was out too. Or did they? Um, but see, Tulane got to play you. Actually, that's who USC plays. Um, Cotton Bowl. Mm. USC and Tulane play each other in the Cotton Bowl. Oh wow! I'll tell y'all this: I am all about twelve-team playoff. I am all about it. Me too. So you would have because the top four teams would get a they, they would get a buy. So um, you would have Alabama versus Washington, um, Tennessee. You would have Tennessee USC. versus um, you or no, not USC. Yeah, where's eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to scroll down a little bit. It's good. It's oh, got to scroll shoot. down a little bit. It's right up on. There's another column. Oh, there you go. Penn State. Tennessee would be would play Penn State. Clemson would play USC. Utah and Kansas State would probably play the most boring game of, of those matchups. Good. He'd be first seen the first seen the team wins that game. Oh, you said it would be Alabama, Washington, Tennessee, Penn State, Clemson, USC, and Utah, and Kansas State. Those would be your matchups. Cool. So, so the first four teams get a bye. Okay, gotcha. I yeah, the first that. Okay. Bye. And, and don't they get home game? Yeah, they're on campus. That's the thing. They're all on campus. You get Sanford, the Big House, the Horseshoe, and Able G Carter, the home games to play off. Utah versus Kansas State would be. That's actually pretty, that's pretty fun, actually. My guy, Pops, what's up, bro? Yes, sir. Oh, and he said auto bids are. You know what? I would agree, but I mean, that's really the only way you can do it. I mean,. The only way they wouldn't get an um, automatic bid is if you do a 16-team playoff. No, we don't need personally, that. We don't need. I'm, not, I'm barely, I'm barely a big fan of 12 personally. I'm more, I'm more like six to eight. My preferences, but 12 is okay. That's the absolute far as you should go. Ops is right about this. Yeah, get that two lane trash out of here. I don't no, like no, that. No, he's right. Get <laughs> <laughs> in over Washington probably. As the group of five conference champions, you you know the committee would find some way to get (laughs) So, I mean, this is they'll get killed by Alabama, but hey, I mean, oh, they will get put to shame, bro. I mean, quite frankly, most teams right. Like if you were to do a twelve-team playoff this year, Tulane would actually be your twelve seed. So pretty much all the all the uh, group five champion or the group five champions will like do. One at least one group of five champion would get in. At least one. FA, you know what to do, Tom Herman. Let's 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 get it going, Tom. Oh my god! Yeah, because we want to see Alabama versus FAU in a sixteen in a twelve team playoff. I mean, Alabama killing one in a twelve team playoff. I tell you what, you don't want to see. You don't. You don't. You don't want to see. You don't want to see Florida versus. You don't want to see Florida versus FAU. Didn't they win the last time they played each other? You know, Florida fans is on the edge of their seats. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. It gets weird. I've seen, I've seen him take us to overtime once. Got weird. Hey, he dropping dives in here. That's an auto bid. Top six conference champion. Get an auto bid. Yeah, he's right. 
because you got the Power Five Conference champions, and then you have the one group of five conference champions. So you would have that's See, I, I, th- I think this format, bro, I think this format puts a lot of pressure on, like, Napier. Like, you have – like, he needs to be top 12. So, here's yeah. the thing. So, think about this for a minute, y'all. Remember in 2017 when UCF kept claiming they were national champions? Yeah. Imagine if it would have been a 12-team playoff then. You know who you, you know what matchup you would have got, right? Alabama been... and UCF. Because remember, Alabama called them out and they got quiet all the time. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing you're going to see. You're going to see some weird matchups, but you know what? Some of these matchups would be good. Like Clemson against USC would be good. That would be yeah, game. I mean, and it's not a pointless bowl game. So right. Right. <laughs> that's my thing. It's yeah. like you literally are giving purpose, even though we've seen already a few what Ohio State guys saying <laughs> he's sitting out or something. What's going on there? See, that's what I'm saying too. He's just not helping. Like, like a lot like, of people are complaining about the. Oh, go ahead, Av. No, well, I was just saying Jackson Smith and Jake wasn't clear to play, so that's why he pretty much said, "All right, I'm going to play from draft because the doctors right. didn't even put him to play." Yeah. I was about to say, like, a lot of people are like complaining about this whole thing about it. They're like, oh, it's going to take away from the regular season games, et cetera. Bro, like, if you think about it, the bowl season is so watered down now. Like, people don't even, a lot of times it's kind of like it's empty bad. stadiums in these bowl games. They're meaningless because, like, you know, everybody's worried about the playoff. Like, these kids opt out of these bowl games. Now you got to force, you know, 12 teams to have like their rosters pretty much 100%. Everybody got to play. Because it's primetime TV. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have rivals in there. You may have Florida, a Florida State, a Miami, if they're good. Ohio State and Michigan pretty much, you know, will be in there. So you may see some rematches. I don't I don't see why people don't like this format. I think it's gonna add a lot, uh, a lot to college football, period, bro. It's it's gonna be pretty dope. And like you said, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mark. I'm just not a fan of like a lot because like 12 is the absolute maximum it should go to. I'm more like six to eight being the sweet spot. Because, like, I don't like seeing filler. Because, quite frankly, you know who's about to win the championship for the most part. Or, like, the two or three best teams. They don't have a chance to actually win it. Yeah. So, like, I don't like, like you know, delaying the inevitable. Especially in some years. Where it's like, okay, you know Bama's going to be there. You know Georgia's going to be there. You know Ohio State probably going to be there. Michigan, if they're really good, they'll probably be there. I don't like delaying. I like getting to the chance. Don't get me wrong. So, like, six to eight is my sweet spot. I just don't like the land inevitable so much. And like yeah, you said I earlier, like, these, these bowl games are watered down. Like, who's watching the Linden Tree Bowl? I mean, yeah, we would bro. never watch that anyway, so, I mean, whatever. Even some of the higher bowls, like, bro, I'm not about to watch, like, 10 kids who are the top players sit out and then now half the team I don't even know. Like, bro, yeah. like, that's my boring. About, <laughs> yeah, my only thing about watching, like, okay, someone opts out for the Orange Bowl, who's going to be up next next year? If someone shows right. out, that's cool, but I'd rather see the guy who's about to play every day. This is the first time I disagree with Pops. I would not want to go back to the BCS for one reason. I'm not even like computer side stuff. Like some like some teams would get flat out screwed over. Like the year Miami was supposed to go to the national championship in two thousand in the year two thousand <laughs> and they sent Florida State instead. Or like, Nebraska yeah. or Nebraska getting in the championship in two thousand one. Or remember the two oh one Nebraska got in even though they got 
blasted the last game in the conference, 62-36 by Colorado. You have stuff like that. That's why I Oregon just, should have got in. Yeah, that's, and, that's, yeah. that's the only reason why I disagree with – or in 2004 when Auburn was undefeated and somehow Oklahoma went. And they got, they got blown out of the championship game. And then, yeah, they got and they got blasted on by UC USC. Oh, three. I mean, that was crazy too. Yeah. The only thing I agree with him on on this is, I'll tell you this. For to me, for the SEC, this is stupid because <laughs> the SEC, man, you know how like think about it like this when you play in the SEC. First of all, you're in the best conference in the country, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Then right. you got to go play. Basically, we all have said this, that the SEC championship is basically the national championship game. We have called it that before, right? Because it's normally the two best teams. It just normally is. I'm sorry. If you disagree, I'm sorry. But then you go win that game, and then the team that you just beat, and this has been typical because normally those two teams are either undefeated or lost one game. So then you got to go probably play them again. And then guess what? The team who is in the SEC East or the SEC West who only dropped one game, then you gotta probably go play them again because they yep. gonna get in. <laughs> yep. So for the SEC, I'm like, bro, where does this stop? Like, we already play a crazy schedule, right? Brutal against the best teams in the country. And then you're telling me I gotta go beat the best teams in the country and play these other teams who might be some of the best teams in the country too. So mm-hmm. I think personally the SEC, I was like, ugh, I don't that it don't really make sense for you, but you know, money does make sense. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about at the end of the day we like <laughs> conferences. So you know. yeah. yeah. SEC schedule is going to get brutal. Uh we because just like just like we're talking about A B, you said so um Let's just let's just pretend like well I know that we got all these rules or whatever, but let's just pretend like these twelve teams that we see here are would be it, right? right? So let's just pretend like Washington's in. So then, like you said, Alabama would play Washington, right? Yep. And then Alabama, let's say they beat Washington, Tennessee beats uh, Penn State. Then where are we at next? Five. Alabama play, play Ohio State. Okay. Alabama plays Ohio State. Tennessee yeah. plays who? Plays TCU. And okay, then so let's say Clemson beats U.S. Clemson would play Michigan, and then yep. let's say Utah beats Kansas State. Utah would play Georgia. Oof. Okay, so then let's pretend like though Alabama beats uh, the next squad. Tennessee beats the next squad. Georgia beats the squad. <laughs> so then, what are where are we at now? <laughs> Wait, hold on. You said so Alabama. Let's say Alabama beats Ohio State. Yep. Tennessee beats TCU. Yep. Which these are very, these would be very, very, if Hinda Hooker was here, I say these would yeah. be very doable things. See what I'm saying? It's not this is like SEC crazy. play rematch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then that's what I'm saying. You're telling me Tennessee who beat, or how about this? Georgia who beat Tennessee, they would have beat them, what? Because they beat them once, or did they beat them? Yeah, once, wait, and they beat Ellis. Wait, you, wait. You yeah, so we were, we're saying Georgia would have one, Alabama would have one, Tennessee right. would have one, right? And what about Clemson and Michigan? It doesn't matter. Either one could win, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you the thing oh, of. Respect. I'm just saying, like, this is a real thing, 
And Georgia, who think about this, they beat LSU, they beat Tennessee, uh, then you know, all the other rigorous people, but then they're gonna have to go play Tennessee again or Alabama again, who didn't even make the SEC championship. Like, it's just crazy if you're an SEC yeah. team. Like, bro, I'm like, yeah. this is wh- where does this end? You're you're and then you got other schools, like let's just look at Ohio State. I think um, I don't I don't think I have my notes with me, but I think they were like uh, Ohio State has the 50th uh, ranked strength of schedule, and Georgia is like 24th or 25th around there, I think. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we're, what are we doing here? Like, you're 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 making you're you're really penalizing Georgia because they just yep. went and played a tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. They beat a team in Tennessee who had one of the best offenses we've seen in a while, and then you tell me that they're gonna have to play them again. Then you might have to go play Bryce Young. That format, then Georgia would play Alabama, and then let's say Michigan beats Clemson. Michigan would play Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Damn, that, that's a pretty fun one, actually. With him, yeah, that's cool. If Hendon Hooker was healthy, I would not like that matchup for all on Michigan. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I still like yeah, they have to cover, bro. Jesus, man. We definitely gonna know the real champion. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no more of like, oh, we just beat y'all. Because you know, I think when you go back and look at some of these games with Alabama and Georgia, I mean, I think if you say if they play that game again, the other team might have won. But I think mm-hmm. now when you start at this. It ain't no like if ands or buts because typically the two best teams in SEC gonna play each other in the SEC championship, right? Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. then they're gonna have to play each other probably again if they both make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. pretty much, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, hey, 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 hold, hold on a minute, hold on, bro, hold on. They they beat our walk on. Sounds like y'all understand why the 12 team format is not good. I'm not gonna say it's not good because you can have yeah, some I, stuff, but I, I mean I still like it better. <laughs> better than BC, I'm, say that now. I'm just SEC standing over here. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> real, and, and real quick, y'all. I'm hanging on by three. I'm praying for you, bro. Jesus. <laughs> I already, I already lost. Oh. Chris Godwin playing. Please pray for me. And also the Oklahoma comment, just tell Oklahoma to play us when it matters, and then we'll actually beat them, right? (laughs) Let's just play a game that matters and not a pointless bowl game. Yeah, yeah. tell them to play our actual team, too. But, I mean, put some some hardware on the line, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. (laughs) Richardson literally played that game. We played three quarterbacks. Yanked Kyle Trask out of the game in the second quarter. And put Emory Jones in, and then Anthony Richardson came in. I forgot that game that happened. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the SEC man, they had eight. I'll tell you, SEC they they actually have a really good argument not to stand for this uh, playoff format. <laughs> I mean, we, like I said, they already you start looking at strength of schedule: Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, and I think. Uh, I think maybe even LSU, forget what they were, but they all had higher strength of schedule. The only school that was higher was TCU. TCU was ranked like they had one of that. They were the highest team in this playoff format that had the best strength of schedule. 
Um, and, you know, strength of schedule sometimes you have to kind of look at it, too, because where were teams ranked and how many teams that you have ranked in your conference as well, that make, that plays a big part in it, too. So. Yeah, I agree. And um, just looking at the whole format, oh my I mean, gosh. you know, we're going to see how, how, how it starts. I mean, like I said, you're going to have teams that make it every year, and then every, I think every year you're going to have some new teams come in too. So that's what I like about it. You're going to see new teams, I believe, every single year. Yeah, I think I think we will, man, there's always surprises. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully Florida can be consistent. And I think now we're going to get to see uh, how important recruiting really is, too. Yep, you, you will. That's the other part. That's the so, other part. Uh, Hayes just put out a tweet. It's the most schools player um, with the most players to officially enter the transfer portal today. Virginia Tech at 11, Texas A&M at 10, Clemson at 9, Miami at 9, Ole Miss at 9, Washington State at 9, Alabama at 8. I thought it was going to be Florida. Well, we had a lot of players that not just today, right? You know, we had players over the last yeah couple weeks or whatever get you know kicked off and not playing, leaving, and all that stuff. So, I guarantee you, our number is pretty high if if you count the in totality (laughs) of what all we lost. We probably up there. It's been nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Um. And then another another recruiting update. Um, in-home visits are currently taking place. They visited with Quay Russell tonight and James Smith. They did in-home with, with, those, with those two. Um, we'll see Alabama and Auburn are pressing hard, so it's going to be hard to beat the in-state schools. Yeah, but, man, um, let's... You never know. I mean, you never know. This is recruiting. Things change, so you never know. Um. I'll say this real quick too on recruiting AB. I mean to cut you off, but what's crazy is too in this portal, it goes back. There's a lot of young kids in this portal that who just got to school. And that's something that you need to you gotta look at too, where yep. it might be some guys who got two to three years that you can go grab and basically it's like a new player, right? Um what's the kid mm-hmm. from North Carolina who entered the transfer portal today? Tony Grimes, right? Tony Grimes. Oh, yeah. Like, bro. Yeah. Like, remember, everybody wanted him, and he's big, you know. It's just – that's what's crazy about the portal is you got kids who just got the campus, right, not too long ago. Yep. They're already in there, so. Yeah, just look at Texas A&M's roster. Denver Harris. Now, now he's been a problem at Texas A&M, but, hey, I mean, still this past recruiting class, you know, like you got a lot a lot of different guys. Um, the one that shocked me in – our good buddy Jonathan was Jojo Earl from Alabama entering the portal. Uh, Billy, um, all because uh, I need students. If you don't call him, call Trisha Holden. Sam McCall from Florida State entered the portal. Whatever that that situation was. Twice, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. Some schools schools might get some good talent, um, you know, depending on where they go and Get some guys who you still can mold and develop if they fit your program. Like uh, I know Marcus was saying this about if they're coachable and all that stuff. You know, right. um, I think a lot of this stuff is going to get settled pretty quick in the next couple of weeks. And so, yeah. I think they already 
the thing about this too, some of this stuff has already been in contact, right? Like, I know it just opened today, but it's this stuff has been already, you know, talking and behind doors. So, I think most of these players, people, got a good sense of where who's already connected and where they're gonna go or where they're trending to, right? Right. Yeah. So I think they already did their homework. Yeah, those kids know what they're doing. Like, and everybody kind of has it, you know. It's where they're setting up, you know. Oh, we want this guy. This guy is leaning towards us. Like these connections are already made. And you can think about it, bro. Like kids home now, right? And like a kids leaning somewhere. Like Corey Raymond, for example, he could always say, you know, if you ever, you know, want to leave wherever you go, you know where to come. You know where to come home or whatever. You know, like <laughs> it's not. It's not all like end all. Once the kid commits anywhere, it's like, oh yeah, they'll probably be back in the state of Florida sometime. So okay. Yeah, them kids have yeah, plan right. A's, plan B's, and plan so, C's lined up. Right. Like, Especially with this NIL money on the table. Bro. They definitely, they definitely that, know. <laughs> that some of these kids that are in the portal that are really young got the bag at the school they went to, and now they're in the portal saying, all right, let me go where I really want to go. <laughs> I, I could think I could think of one right now who I think ain't gonna last where he's going. <laughs> go ahead. That's what you talking about. <laughs> Go ahead and say it for the people. Few. I mean, I look, man. I, I think I think Kermani, you know, the whole situation was cool, whatever I'm going to Miami, like sure kid wants to go there, but I just I don't see it. Oh, I didn't realize that, bro. Jaheen Bell. I didn't realize that. That's not surprising. Yeah. He yeah, definitely, definitely. bro. No, Dion, Dion might he might cook, bro. He might be cooking for real. I don't think it's a mic about it. This kid's that, oh that like him a lot out there. For real. I hear the comments say, "Man, let's see what I can get. We're trying to come on board." But he'll he'll get a couple of them. He'll keep facing the barrel and come out with something. Yeah, maybe some something. Yeah, Dion is definitely definitely put. The, he's he's going to be one of the most interesting things about the Pac-12 next year. Um, yeah, and what's crazy is you got you know names like um Lincoln Riley, Chip mm-hmm. Kelly, and Dion has found a way to you know, like who are they now? Like, right, we we're talking all about Dion from a team who had the worst defense in college football last year, they literally yeah. are the worst defense in college football. They were, they were <laughs> I think they probably had their worst record. Uh, I don't know in school history, but it's pretty bad. It's well, they went like one game or something like school that. School history, Carl bro. That's was a pretty decent. Carl was a pretty decent school. It's not bad at all. Like they won national championships. They won conference championships in the past. Yeah, they, not, they Yeah, you can you can win in Colorado. You can win in Boulder. Yeah, yeah, and just the way the Pac-12 is set up, you know, I think that's and you gotta look at it too. I mean, they got some new guys over there. Oregon, um, who's Dan named Dan Lanning. You got uh, League of Riley. Um, was it Arizona State? Um, new coach over there, right? Yep. And so I think he's, I mean, if anybody can make some noise with him, the way he recruit, that because that's, that's really what it's about. Can you get kids to come to Colorado? And there's one more factor this UCLA and USC are leaving. They're leaving the right. Leaving the right, right. And on that, there's a vacuum. There's a vacuum. And speaking of getting guys there, we mentioned it earlier, Tim. 
He got a 2025 five-star receiver, Winston Watkins Jr., to um, basically flip his commitment yep. from Texas A&M to Colorado. All yeah. right. And yeah. he's a kid from Deion's hometown of Fort Myers, so he's what he called the legend. Boy, he, they played, he plays currently at IJ Academy, but he's from Fort Myers, just like Deion. So there you go. I, find, I still find it mind-boggling. That Auburn didn't entertain Deion. Man. That, that would have been bro? scary. Scary. Uh, with the geographical location of Auburn, how it sits on Georgia and Florida. Oh my God. That would have been, <laughs> like, been nasty. Oh been my nasty. God. I would have been terrified, bro. That's what's crazy. He actually said that he was like, he was disappointed that um Auburn didn't even entertain him. That's what he said. Yeah, he said he was he was disappointed in that that they didn't even entertain him. So they didn't even like talk to him at all, like get a feel for him. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, pathway does come easier. Um, Louisville. Hey, look, he's gonna get guys there. Um, and speaking of Louisville, that that recruiting class about to fall That's all I'm saying. Oh, it's like what? I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have left uh, Louisville for Cincinnati. I don't know. Scott Sample's about to get fired anyway, so we just oh, yeah. I bet you, I bet Pop is glad of that boy. That would have been enough. That would have been a headache for y'all. Put that up. Put that one on there with the Pop last year. Yeah, he would have caused a headache for y'all. Boy. <laughs> but he'd have been fuckhead all that finding them kids. Man, oh, in Atlanta, man, boy. Man, I would have found all Jesus. the Brady babies possible and got them kids. Like oh, that. my God. I was boy. telling people that if Georgia Tech would have hired him, he Georgia Tech would have been a problem on the trail for the could AC. You ima- could you imagine that stadium with Dion coaching there? How he how he filled Jacksonville, Jacksonville State, bro. bro it would have been. I mean, I'm talking about it would have been like stars of stars, like like it would have been. Like crazy. Jumping was good, but like that team that it was like a squad full of Grady babies. And I'm gonna leave this up because read this last sentence right here and really think about it. He has a whole recruiting base right there. Yeah. You talk about keeping kids home. There you go. All through Atlanta, the metro Atlanta, the hood, then go through all of Atlanta. And you find you can you're gonna find talent regardless. He's gonna Grayson. keep them kids home. Great, yep, Grayson. He would have the best players from Grayson, Buford, Norcross, Norcross, uh, Roswell, McKeechern. Yep. I mean, like all these. Juggernauts, you even kids from like Valdosta, he would have brought in, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, Lounds. um, yeah, Lounds, like you know what I'm saying, bro. He'd have had a North Winnet, um, mm-hmm. and, and you got um, Westlake, Westlake, oh man, that's Westlake, a yeah, that's a pipeline of Clemson right now, Colquitt County, he would have had Colquitt County. Cool. Yeah, that's the other thing about Georgia Tech. What he said, though, yeah, that's true right like, here. Yeah, but I, I, I'd say I, I know he can't change it. But I, Dion is one of the Dion is one of them people that he he's like a, a a Nick Saban type personality. When he comes there, they'll start to do things. I'm not saying they'll do what we're talking about the academic stuff, but that he's one of them dudes that'll get a school to do things that they just won't normally do or offer. Yeah. He he, one of those type of coaches where he gonna get things moving. You can even see it just 
how he's talking at Colorado, they ain't never heard nobody talk like that, boy. Right, I mean, right, he yeah. up there, he up there spitting bars. Yeah. Like I'm talking about, he like up there. He sound like a pimp who just uh got some money. <laughs> Which is so funny because about Colorado, the best coach in their program's history was a damn pastor who already got knocked up at the start by a team starting quarterback. <laughs> Bro, Dude. that's how Lily said. Deion Sanders out there sounding like a, a Kojic pastor with a collection plate, bro. That man, Bill, Bill McCartney, he is not. Yeah, he had he had me bought in, bro. I'm like, let me let me let me find some uh, Colorado merch. Like, <laughs> he talking about, he talking about me hitting the portal. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better get rid of bringing my luggage. <laughs> hey, oh, Louie. Hey, oh, Louie. It's <laughs> true, right? They never get kids from Gwinnett County. Yeah. yeah. That, that's hey, all territory. Hey, you didn't get J.J. Peterson. That boy, Dion, <laughs> smooth, boy. <laughs> He's smooth. Had me want to commit to Colorado, man. Bro, I'm trying to tell you. Committed to Colorado. To- Recruiting pimp. <laughs> pimp, pimp. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm a recruit now, I'm definitely taking a visit to Colorado. I'm taking a look. I'm taking a long, yeah, hard look. I am. I think about it. if he came to people's like these, these their parents like uh, houses, and Deion Sanders in there. Like my dad graduated high school the same year as Deion Sanders. Like he was yeah, reading, yeah. he was eighteen, reading the damn reading the damn paper about Deion Sanders and All State team. Like imagine if I was a big time recruit and he was in my living room. I'm going to both there. I just might. And the thing about Deion, where he, the reason why, especially. And I know, obviously, he's, you know, black dude, but he really is a religious dude. And so mm-hmm. he be in there praying with them. He be in there praying. <laughs> Come on, mama. Come on in there. Let's, let's pray. <laughs> I'm saying for real. He he is one of the, like, he, he even yeah. said it during his, on his, um when he's talking to the players. He yeah. said, he said, when God asked me to come to a school, like, he's basically, He's very religious, so that plays well in the black community. We are very religious, so he, yep. you know, yep. that's another reason why a lot of kids are when he when he go meet mama and dad, that you know, he talking about his attitude and how he how hey, they gonna bro. be opening doors. They're gonna be saying yes, sir, no, yep. sir. We're gonna do everything the right way. If they don't, then we are gonna move on. And that's what parents like to hear. Like they, they, it makes them feel like he's safe. He's you know yep. all that stuff. So. Hey, bro, I think we'll it was see. Somebody, um, who was it? Big No. I think it might have been Big No. One of the FSU fans said Norvell came and said the FSU and the Black Panthers came out from the fan base or something. <laughs> Lower. <laughs> I'll never forget that job. Well, that job was funny. Oh, my God. But it does hit different when you have, like, you know, a relatable man saying that, bro. Like, you know, he come in there say all that, bro, at nighttime, and the mom just like, Something about and the kids, like the kid, yeah, you know, you know, mama, my, God, God, God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> I knew something, some told me to tell you to go to Colorado, baby. <laughs> nah, Jerry, bro, if you was a top recruiter, he went bro, to him and Miss Ronald Band, they've having a ball. Oh, God, bro, she'd been like. You need to go. I'm telling you, God got a blessing on his life. Oh, God Jesus got a blessing Christ. with your name on it. His name is Deion Sanders. 
Yeah, bro. Yeah, I got it, bro. Blessing ain't just in green pieces of paper either. Huh? That helps. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Donating to the church is one thing. Yes. That, that, that man cool with TD Jakes, bro. Come on, man. Donation. Who, uh, Dion is. Yeah. Donation. There was like a video or something a while ago. Donations. Donations. Yeah, it's a, man, you gotta you gotta yeah, find baby. every way. When you recruit, man, you, that's the thing about recruiters. They recruit, and they'll find all the other stuff, that all the stipulations, all the money, the NIL, the kids go here. Yeah. Guess what? They, they'll they find a way to get over that. Oh, 100%. That's it. <laughs> they'll they'll find a way. This, but we'll just find a way around it, you know. Right? Yeah, yeah. You do it exactly. Let me tell you what God told me last night, mama. <laughs> Let me tell you what God <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> man. D, nah, man. bro, that man is going to be selling like, everything. Bro. That's the thing. He's going to be selling food. I mean, all the culture to these kids. It's yeah. just going to be – it's going to be wild, bro. It's going to be wild. Man, yeah. Dion's going to be at the yeah. end of the turkey drive shop with two people, man. It's going to be all that popular. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, the one thing I, w- I want to see, too, is <clears> – <throat> I know we said that, you know, USC and all those teams are leaving, but there is better competition and there's better coaching in that conference. So I do like, you know, when you look at um, where he was, you know, and, uh, you know, if you follow HBCUs, then you probably could do this. But most people can't name like another head coach in that conference. Right. So when you go when now when you go and say Pac-12, there are multiple coaches that if you watch football that you can name. And so I think the schemes and then even the players too, like I know he has a few players he's going to be bringing with him, but he he's going to have to not just recruit for, you know, one year. He's going to have to consistently be recruiting with the talent that he's going to be playing. So that's something that I think we, I'm ready to see if he can do. Um, Cause you know, like I said, he did very well where he was, but that is a different experience. Now you're starting to play these teams with just as much money as you, um, the, the same facilities, if not better, the be- better coaching staffs and all that stuff. So that's something that I want to see if he can, you know, mm-hmm. get over that hump. Yeah. Yeah, same. I agree. Yeah, I hope so. Y'all got any final thoughts before you wrap this up? None, man. None on my head. Pretty much said, oh, man, recruit, 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 hit the portal, find the right yep. fits, get through spring ball, get through fall camp, see what the 2023 system looks like. <clears throat> um, I'm going to tell you all this Wednesday, y'all are all invited. Oh, all invited yeah. over to Taki Sauce. You know, hopefully, hopefully, the grace of God blesses us. Oh man! I will say this: that commitment goes down, and um, shock waves around college football will be sent. What happens if it goes to USC somewhere, bro? We either going to be deep sadness, we either going to be in deep sadness, or we're going to be super happy. Man, it's no beginning. By the way, um, if he does commit to Florida, there are two recruits I'm immediately looking at. Jake Merklinger. 
Because I out. That's not one of them. Matter of fact, he was off the radar. <laughs> he really be off the radar. No, it would be really, really funny if we actually end up getting Merklinger instead and he actually pans out. Then what? I'm pushing the agenda. That's uh, we the other kid, what is that? Kid in Florida, uh, MMA son. Y'all see that? Uh, what's his name? There's another kid in Florida that's Davey like, Bell. really high. Yeah, yeah, Belfort. Like his dad was in. Yeah, that's his dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the two we're um, looking at if statement happens is they're both in South Florida. They're yeah. the number one and number two receivers in the country in their teammates. And they oh, play yeah. the Shaman. Yeah. Well, so I'm looking at immediately if we win one DJ Lagway. Well, this is how you start this momentum early in the recruiting cycle. Do not, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to get no flips later on and have to be freaking out the whole rest of the cycle, Billy. Yeah. Give it to me now, pause, and please, <laughs> please, let's get this train rolling early. Yeah, <laughs> He's he's top QB. Let me go ahead. Let's put the film on. Let me get the momentum. Like this is why I wanted one of those guys early last year, just to get it going. Because they he's going to bring other people. He's going to. It just is what it is. The quarterback position. They are leaders. They talk. They go to all the camps. This kid right here is very different. If you guys have not watched up on him, you can go watch some of his visits. Follow him around from Florida, Texas A&M, all on YouTube, right? So you can see his personality. You can hear people talk about him. He is different. Say it again. Did he do one for USC yet? Uh, I didn't see one for USC. I seen him for Texas A&M. I seen him for Florida. Uh, those are the only two. But they could upload because uh, I know sometimes they're like kind of delayed and they have to edit all that stuff. So, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, both uh, the Florida one, amazing, and the uh, Texas A&M is amazing. So, uh, good content. But yeah, this kid, you know, and and I know people are talking about like uh, I've seen some talk on Twitter like uh, about oh Florida doesn't have success with top QBs. Don't worry about that. Listen, we'll worry about that when he actually has to play. <laughs> Let's get the exactly. momentum. <laughs> Let's get the momentum and take it from there, and we'll 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 bring all the other kids, all the other kids who's gonna come with them. Let's get them, and then if it doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out, right? <laughs> right, right. Won't know until he gets on campus. Yeah, exactly. And I don't. People are like, oh, we don't do good. Either. So oh, still get the best talent. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't try. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you don't get him, you know. Then it goes down from here. <laughs> right. You're not right. gonna get anybody. You're not gonna get anybody with his um, um, name recognition, right? And and we're and I'm speaking on that because at this point we don't know whether or not if he's gonna be a lead or not, right? We do know that what his name is. They're gonna be talking about DJ Lagaway from here on to the till whenever he go play, right? Yeah. Yeah, this kid's name. Th- this is a kid who, like, when ESPN, you know, they love ESPN, loves to just talk about these highly ranked kids. 
And this is a kid that they just will yeah. just talk about. Well, DJ Lagway on the bench. He ain't played the game, but he's amazing. What about the starter? <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah. One back on the start, we want DJ all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, the start, yeah, the start will be like a Heisman candidate, and you'll hear that. Like, hey, bro, don't, don't forget, bro, when, when Trash was out there, I mean, they, they did love talking about Emory Jones and, and Andrews. So, yeah, but that's bro. that thing they love. They love thinking every damn quarterback is going to be. Chris Lee, Tim Tebow. Like, yeah. oh, you remember that Mullen coached Chris Lake and Tim Tebow, and they brought him in and he ran the backup. <laughs> Bro, every situation is not like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At all. Like, Jesus. Yeah, okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> not one mention to Cam Newton, he was the backup. Did, did y'all notice that? <laughs> Until no. he got the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. I ain't, gonna say, I ain't trying to say no. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, look a little funny, but if we think about it, I'm just saying. I have no comments. So I don't want to get canceled again. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. This <laughs> <laughs> has um, been a great episode, man. Um, oh, and before we go, one more question here. I say no, because he did what he was, he was supposed to do. He brought. I don't think it's He brought attention to HBCUs in general. He got the facilities upgraded at Jackson State. Got new uniforms. Got sponsorships. They were on TV a lot. So he did exactly what he was supposed to do. So um, I don't think it's a bad look for him at all. Yeah, I pretty much share same sentiments. Like. He did so much for that school, bro. Like, he he brought people, you know, he brought attention to that school. He brought, like, fun to that school. I mean, a lot of stuff that was known about HBCUs, you know, came to light, you know, once he got there. So, I think he did a heck of a job, man. If people want to bash him, I think it's probably because they don't really understand uh, football itself and, like, what goes into all this. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't think so. I think he did a perfectly fine job there, honestly. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Tampa just stuck up late. Say it again. The bucket. Uh, Brady's gonna touch that with three seconds left. Okay. That'd be funny. This extra point is blocked and ran back for two points. Yeah, I think I think the whole situation. I think is is a little bit deeper too than Dion, as far as in like my perspective, like. I mean, uh, he never promised anybody that he was going to be there the whole time anyways. He even said, if another job asked me, i got to entertain it. And if uh, HBCUs, as far as in, if they want people to stay there, like a Deion Sanders, then you need to have it already. He doesn't need to be begging you for things. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think there's a responsibility for others, whoever is um, donating or these people who are commenting saying that he should have stayed. You might need to send a couple of dollars down for to HBCUs. Yeah. And, and, and also uh, in, in these states and these numbers that are severely underfunded HBCUs. 
severely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. I was trying not to get to, you know, trying not to get into the weed. <laughs> but yes, you are, you are so right. Right, you're so right. You're so right. Thank y'all for having me on, though, man. Appreciate y'all. Always, man. Always. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with this. And, um, yeah, um, Go ahead and tell, let everybody know where they can follow you and follow your podcast and everything, which you may make an appearance on. Yeah. Y'all know invite is always open. Uh, so, yeah, we do a podcast called Talking Sauce. Uh, talk about college football, mainly Florida Gators. Uh, me and my co-host, Juice. Um, <clears throat> schedule right now, we typically do a Sunday podcast, but uh, a little bit open because it's holidays, busy time for me work-wise but uh yeah we we are about to get into this recruiting stage coming up shortly uh we'll break down some film you guys can come on and have a drink with us and talk some college football you you don't have juice out in the field right now do you <laughs> man we need to get him back we need to get him back out in the field man he ain't been in the field in a minute <laughs> you guys uh coming out though yeah if you guys watch our show, it's a it's a it's an inside joke that Juice we had we had a segment um, and it was this news segment and you guys remember the guy uh, where he was in the country and he's like today what happened to what the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> shit flying in my mouth but uh, we had that we had that little meme when he would yep. his segment would come on, so that was pretty oh funny. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saints do here. Oh man. There's no way this works. But uh all right, fellas, I'm gonna get off here. All right, man. All right. We yep. definitely appreciate you for coming on, man. You have a good yes, night. Yes, sir. Peace. Yes, sir. Jerry and Mark, that, that was Tim. We're talking sauce. And Jerry and Marcus. Let everybody know where they can follow you guys and your burner accounts and all other suspended accounts that may be on the way back. Oh, J Breezy I is my main. I am Breezy I for all you people that fall for trolls. I don't tweet much on that one, but if you fall for trolls, you will get trolled on I am Breezy I And uh, you can follow my Instagram at jlamar underscore I and that's where you can, you know, view my personal life, view my family, all that stuff. Um, always enjoy having some people to follow as well on there. So, yeah, man, y'all find me on there. Women don't follow his Instagram. Relax. But true. He's off limits, y'all. He's off limits. <laughs> off limits. Off limits, brother. He's locked up. He ain't getting. He has that's no fine. trade clause. That was that was the first time Marcus ever saw me with uh, her too. It's funny, but yeah, I think so. Like actually, like together. No, y'all never were together since right? college. Yeah, since then. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I'm lying! I'm lying! I'm lying! I'm lying! You saw you saw you saw us there before, For, during yeah. the um, 2021. You saw us there. Yeah no, yeah I'm sure yeah. yeah. Anyways, y'all can follow your boy at Marcus Davis 904. On Twitter, Marcus Davis underscore on Instagram. Y'all see me talk about the Jaguars. 
every Sunday and contemplate why I was born in this city and why I chose that team to root for. And yeah. See, all you had to do, all you had to do was decommit from the Jaguars and your life would have been easy. I'm a, I'm a 1,000% committed. Sadly. He's seen more playoff games than you, AB. His recruit, no, he hasn't. And, and uh, <laughs> well, wins. No, he hasn't. Um, since, since we've been a team, yes, I have. I have two more playoff wins. No, he has. Well, well, you guys are babies in the NFL. <laughs> and we have more playoff wins than you since we've been Get a team. Dug, getting dug out and dug out by, by the Detroit Lions. Hey, man. You got dug out by the dugout by, by the Philadelphia Eagles for the playoff spot right before it happens. Why you bring that up, man? It happens. They beat the hell out of us. <laughs> I'll never get a score. It's 44 to 6. I did beat y'all ass, but what happened? <laughs> just a bad night. It was just a, just a bad night. That's, that's all that was. It was a bad, bad night. It's like us. Like the church offense is good. It was a great last night. A 30.4 quarter. That was shambolic. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna lie. I can't turn around like what the hell is going on? How did they get the ball again? Wait, why is Malik Hooker right down the sideline again? He did it to his former team. Had a pick had a pick in the game and then recovered a fumble, ran it for a touchdown. Y'all got rid of he looked at him like y'all got rid of me. Hey, so uh, is him or Donovan Wilson free agents or something? Because I like those guys. Uh, they'll be back in Dallas. Probably. But you know, I have to do my homework. If they go anyway. else, Jacksonville. Unless y'all severely overpay. But, um, yeah. It's what we do. It's what we do. We'll, we'll get more into my Cowboys. What? Oh, God. What happened? I just saw what Mark Ingram did. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> CTE yeah. football, bro. What is bro. this? Also, the Eagles' uh, first round pick is back in the top five. Who made this trade with them? I forgot what happened, but because like the Seahawks have the Denver's pick, which is the number three overall pick right now. Well, let's trade with this. Let me see. So the Seahawks oh, but... are in the playoff race right now. And they currently have the number three overall pick because Denver sucks right now. Oh, gosh. And, and by the way, real quick, before we get off here, and I'll tell you whether y'all follow me, stop blaming Russell Wilson. It's not his fault. Period. Oh, yeah. It's, a it's, not, his fault. it's not his fault. Yeah, it's part of his fault. Don't do that. Not really. He has nobody to throw to, really. Oh, I was told these guys were good. Mm. You thought that worked out. The number one receiver. I didn't think so, but apparently everyone else overrated the shit out of them for whatever reason. All right, all right, then. Jerry Judy can't get off the line because he's not big enough. Nathaniel Hackett should not be a head coach. Don't believe he wasn't a good coach. Offensive line is patchwork right now. I, I mean, mean Russell still he still kept over the middle of the field, so that part's never changing. That's what that is what it is. That is what it is. That's mobility ain't what it used to be. He's 34. Exactly. But then again, Tom Brady's 45, so. Then he never relied on being mobile. Tom Brady's going to have grandkids and still be in the NFL. Hey, man. Probably will end up with a George Blader career. Going to end up 
point of like, you're gonna be like 60 years old still playing in the NFL. Like, God, dog, are you ever gonna retire? You will ever stop playing in with the old man, South Carolina State. But, uh, yeah, anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at aceway one on Instagram at ace underscore wave one. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at inside underscore swamp and on Instagram at inside underscore water athletics. By the way, ladies, y'all can all follow me on Instagram because I'm Don't not. I'm locked up right now. So, um, go ahead, feel free, follow me, do what you do. But I may or may not answer DMs. That's all. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh my God, AB, come on, brother, stay Who's on task you? here. But um, anyway, we got we got indisputable evidence. You'll see us three tomorrow, along with our brother Darnell tomorrow night. So yeah. make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all tune in. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Swamp Inside Ford Athletics on YouTube. Subscribe to Indisputable Evidence on YouTube as well. Stream, like, subscribe, all all that. Hit that like button. Um, and and show and show love on Apple Music, Spotify, all that. Show us love there too. We got a lot of topics to get into tomorrow as well. Marcus, should we go ahead and reveal the guests that we have coming on for tomorrow? Who we got? Oh no! You, the guest is one of them that you secured. Oh, we got I got secured for next week because we went because it came out. But I got the homie Chris O'Grady for WrestlePierce coming through next week. Oh, for next week. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm ready for that one. Wait, that was the guy. Um, that was the one that was hyping up Texas, right? That's the one. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm ready for that one. For tomorrow, we got our old friends joining us. We got Tony and Cam joining us tomorrow. And Tony, if you're watching this, I got a bone to pick with you because you pretty much gave North Carolina the ACC championship after the first drive. And at the end of the game, you said next year, y'all, you basically said y'all won the national championship next year. So, uh, yeah, we you gonna have to you have to explain yourself on that. Don't let that play out, man. Let that play out. Explain yourself on that because <laughs> that was the biggest. That was one of the biggest one eighties I've ever seen. <laughs> In a span of two and a half, three hours. But um, yeah, with that, this has been another great episode of Swamp Inside Ford Athletics for Anthony, Jerry, and Marcus. We leave you as we always do. Go Gators. God bless. Take care of your chi- take care of your chicken. Take care of your mentals. Say you love them as you love them. Wash your hands, wear your mask, Marcus. Wash your nasty stink boot asses. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, do that. Please do that. Yeah, man. Y'all be blessed, bro. I'm out of here. Y'all have a good night. Sure. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, not six and forever. Rock a block, rock a fella. I'm feeling it. Feel yeah. the back. Feel the
Since diapers had nothing to live for like them lifers, boy Making sure every nigga stay rich within my cipher We paid the price to circle us, success ain't turn my mic up I'm about to hit these niggas with some shit that'll light your life up If every nigga in your clique is rich, your clique is rugged Nobody will fall cause everyone will be each other's crutches I hope you fools choose to listen, I drop jewels, bust it These are the rules I follow in my life, you gotta love it Jiggy jigger looking gully in the joint If y'all niggas ain't talking about large money, what's the point? I'm feeling it Even if it ain't sunny, hey, I ain't complaining. I'm in the rain, doing the buck 40 hydroplaning. What shorty? Where you disappear, the sun. Maintaining, putting myself in no position. Most of these rappers ain't in. I'm living. The ill street blues got your hunger painting. Nothing to gain in the whole lot to lose. You're still singing. Ooh, I'm thorough in every borough My name be ringing, warming it up for the perfect time Then hit your brain and you're feeling it To all the girls I bought a girl who took and sell my bricks No doubt they could vouch my life is real as shit 95 South and Poppy on the hill and shit And all the towns like Cambridge that I kill with shit And all the thorough ass niggas that I hustle with Throw your joints in the air one time and bust your shit These fake rappers can't really know I'm loving it <laughs> You feeling it? I'm feeling it, feel the glass to the top of my way. I'm feeling it, feel the legs pushing up on the I'm feeling it, feel the high that you get from the line. If you feel the rage of hell in the sky, I'm feeling it, feel the glass to the top of my way. I'm feeling it, feel the legs pushing up on the side. I'm feeling it, feel the high that you get from the line. If you feel the rage of hell in the sky, y'all ain't heard that nigga Jay High. Crystals will keep me wet like Baywatch I keep it tight for all the nights my mama prayed I stop Said she had dreams a sniper hit me with a fatal shot Those nightmares, mom Them dreams that you say you got Give me the chills, but these meals, well, they make me hot Y'all don't feel me, enough to stop the ailing ride But at the same time, these dimes keep me feeling tight I'm so confused, okay, I'm getting weeded now I know I contradicted myself, look, I don't need that now It's just once in the blue when it's nothing to do When the tension gets too thick for my sober mind to cut through I get the zone in, me and the chick on the island and we're boning I free my mind, sometimes I hear myself moaning Take one more toke, then I leave that weed alone, man It got me going, shit I'm feeling it. Throw the high that you get from the line. I'm feeling it. Throw the hard that you get from the line. If you feel the rage of hell in the sky. I'm feeling it. 